Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming at you from the dank in Newtown, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 43. Hello, I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. And joining me in the dank this week is... Claire. And... Goo Banana. Worth <laughs> 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 it. And finally tonight... I'm Rupert Murdoch, billionaire tyrant. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and of course, joining us this week is Danny, Claire and BT. Hi, Rupert. <laughs> and for those of you confused about what just happened, we were amusing ourselves before with the idea of James L. Jones doing Ralph lines. <laughs> <clears throat> the doctor said I wouldn't get so many nosebleeds if I could only keep my fingers out of there. I bent my Wookiee. <laughs> Uh, I can't base that much. Can someone give me some I beat the smart kids? <coughs> I beat the smart kids. I beat the smart kids. I choo choo choose you. <laughs> it's funny because there's a picture of a train on it. <laughs> and uh, can someone quickly do my ear hurts and my shoulder hurts. I have two ouchies. <laughs> my ear hurts and my shoulder hurts. I have two ouchies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun. Yeah. Dear Miss Hoover, you have Lyme disease. Here is a picture of a spirochete. I'm Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get this show on the road. Um, and this show is The Simpsons Index, the podcast where, amongst other th- silly things, we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons, and the catch is they all come from a different decade. Now, this is a special episode this week because... We had a competition recently, and someone won that competition. Gasp. Oh, yeah. So congratulations to Dan Dennis, who not just suggested one episode for us to do, but he suggested three episodes for us to do. And not just that, he suggested, like, a theme around it. So all these episodes tonight will be episodes where The Simpsons played with the format of the show, adopted other show formats or whatever. And first up tonight, from the HD era, we just watched 22 for 30. This is season 28, episode 17, first released in March of 2017 this year. And in this episode, it's like a parody documentary thing about Bart's career as a basket sports player. (laughs) Guys, what did you think? Uh, There's a quote from the episode that I feel sums up my feelings about the episode. And it is? A travesty wrapped in outrage, marinated in sauce, everything that's gone to hell. (laughs) Damn, Dan. I mean, this was a great idea for a theme over the, over the three episodes, but wowzers, trousers. I, oh, I could have spent my time better staring at a wall. <laughs> That's, you have some nice walls in here, so. I do. Yeah. With yep. paintings by Chris Stoddart. Check him out on Facebook. Chris Stoddart. We have some, like, really overachieving listeners. I mean, like, we ask for an episode. We get three episodes and a theme and, Yeah, this is amazing. We appreciate and love all the work that you're putting in for us. It makes us do less work when it comes time to pick (laughs) (laughs) episodes. We have the smartest, most attractive listeners in the world. And we're milking you for everything you've got. Mm. But we reward you with competition prizes. So, for those of you out there... And we're going to rip on the episode you chose. Yeah. (laughs) Duh. So, yeah, 22 for 30. Okay. I liked the um, format stylings of this episode. They um, did the style of like an ESPN documentary yeah, pretty it was well. Very, it was very fresh for The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, mm. 
the pacing felt different. I actually, I, I, I didn't like the way they paced their jokes. Mm. It was all like mm. set up punchline in one like really yeah. quick cut. Very, very. Um, one of my few notes is fast. It's yeah, like bam, 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 yeah. Bam. And not like you know, great. They're coming at you so fast you can't even appreciate or love them as much as you should. More is this just. Hey, here's this. There's a setup of this punchline. How about this punchline? How about this one? Have you seen this one over here? There is a mm. punchline over this way. Mm. Have a look over here. Set up and bam. And yeah, and the moments they do slow down is for those like awkward, drawn out jokes that yeah. really like would have been much funnier if they'd cut them two beats earlier. It really felt like they were getting bored with their own jokes or the, their own show. You know, they were working through it. And there, wasn't there even a bit yeah. like, oh, now's the interesting bit? Yeah, yeah. halfway and that, through the episode. I know <laughs> everything that's just happened. We're bored by it. You're bored by it. Let's just pretend it didn't happen and I swear there's something better on. don't turn off the TV guys <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know just talking animation and stuff like uh, when they were doing like security found footage and stuff and mm -hmm. when they yeah, uh, uh, yeah. FBI audio tapes I thought that um, like yeah. stylistically like, I'm trying to find the goods in this episode because there weren't many <laughs> oh look yeah. all of the all of the beats were there if you're doing a parody of like the the behind the music sort of docos yeah yeah all the bits were there. I, I quite liked uh, Homer having surprising knowledge about directing techniques and camera shots and stuff. <laughs> that was silly, um, but, you know, well, it was, was on the money. That was a joke, yeah. Um, cutting yeah. to the, what was it, the Dutch angle? and then yeah. yeah, I actually feel like I've learned something about film technique now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Couch gag okay. was Oh, God. The couch was... gag started off, I actually didn't mind it. It did the weird, like... Wait, all together now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that is ugly. Okay, so it had that ugly. noise going over the top I, of it. I feel like anyone driving to work has just thrown up on themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Good. Free day off. There you go. When we were younger, me and Beach used to talk about if you become a famous band, yep. get the entire stadium to yep. do that at the same time. <laughs> yep. That's how you cause a rift in time and space to summons a demon that's like covered in penises or something. No, no, it just summons a demon who's like, stop that noise. <laughs> <laughs> really. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah and for whatever reason it's doing that wetness because it's like it's got Maggie drawing in bad drawing the Simpsons on was the couch was it being Maggie's pacifier was it Maggie slurping away no that, that's, more, that's more of a it was thank yeah. you Peach yeah it was like uh, I think just a general gross noise because the like little characters little stick figures were moving really weird yeah, yeah. it was it was a bit gross because it's a gross sound but I thought it was actually kind of a cute gag and then it pans out and somebody's actually uh, Lisa's drawing Maggie and Bart's drawing Lisa yeah and, and the animation cetera, is pro pro progressively getting better there's yeah, more, yeah. Uh, more shading and stuff yeah. on the Simpsons does anyone it? does anyone know anything about the artist the, the it guest was Bill artist? Plimpton. Bill Plimpton sounds familiar, but oh, yeah. quick Googling on the index. While we're Googling on the Simpsons index, how about the food index? Mm. We once again ate burgers from Mary's in Newtown. I rubbed it on a, a piece of paper and it was my window to weight gain. <laughs> By which I mean it was delicious. Fans of the podcast will know that we pretty much eat Mary's every other episode. So He's good. <laughs> uh, sorry, he was on Liquid Television and he teamed up with Don Hertzfeld for the Don and Bill. That makes a lot of sense. You know, the Hertzfeld yeah. link there. So yeah, it's all nice and it's panning out and the Simpsons family are each drawing each other. And then Homer. Oh, yeah. is there? Homer's at the end with his donut in his hand. Nobody's drawing him. He's got his pencil yeah, and one finger so and his donut in the like other. Is he God there? Maybe. I guess. I and know. he goes to like eat the donut. 
and I find it very difficult to talk about this part. It's quite <laughs> creepy. Yeah. The pencil just goes straight in the eye. Straight in the yeah. eye. And it's like yeah. one of those things where the, like, the couch gag was long and drawn out and there was like careful, like uh, lots of animation and yeah. the stabbing of the pencil was like two frames max. Oh yeah. And, it was and so blood instant. went everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Homer gets stabbed with shit all the time. All the fucking time. Yeah. He is a stab machine. It, Except blood in the Simpsons. It's raining pellets of blood and the Ooh. pencil is so big it's taking up his entire eye. Just yeah. Like, yeah. It was so cringy. And it was great. I loved it. The, the, oh, sudden, me too. Sudden quick turnaround there. Oh. Yeah, the quick turnaround I liked. I could have done without the extra two seconds of uh, raining blood. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We cannot get it forward to be sued by Slayer. <laughs> They're making Slayer money. Mm. So, yeah, it's an ESBN documentary because Parallel Imports. Yeah. Um, about Bart becoming the basketball king of springfield um mm. sorry to push in i just thought hey you know what would be a great uh semi on running bit skills that bart's picked up and never used again <laughs> oh yeah drums <laughs> drums uh basketball Yo-yoing. of course Yo-yoing. yo-yoing uh uh mixing cocktails um <laughs> we'll put that in the closet with your judo suit and your unicycle <laughs> um I'll get back to you next week on skills that Bard's picked up, been amazing at, and then dropped overnight. Yeah. Never yeah. to mention again. So talking about material that I liked from the first opening section when they're doing yeah, establishing interviews, I liked Grandpa's quarterback rant. It was kind of cute. Yeah, a very Grandpa. Yeah. They gave me a quarterback because I never gave a quarterback. Let me get my nickel back. 15 bucks, little man. Put that... Sh- Keep rapping, please. Oh, we go. Yeah, let me get some jungle love. You want to see my impression of Silent Bob? No. Damn it, he won't stop. And we're back. Hey. <laughs> um, I thought it'd be a long-winded and emotional rant. Mm. <laughs> so Bart gets assigned to detention for covering Seymour Skinner with bees or some shit. Yeah, mm. I was really disappointed by this. Like very strange setup. Yeah. Um, it's felt out of character for Bart. Uh, to, to start by warning everyone else to wear white today. Like, yeah. he cared a little too much about everyone else not getting stung by bees. That's yeah. right, because he had Skinner in a floral shirt yeah. to make him look stupid, and he went one step too far, according to Chalmers. But no, that was like, Hans Molman, is it? Rocks up and is like, here's a thing of bees. I'm going to hit it now and make sure yeah. that it's like... What? What? Yeah, what, what the, was the actual Was it a event? bee festival? I don't even... There was like a banner, but it had a stupid joke, so I wasn't really paying attention to it, and I don't know. It, it was, yeah, celebrating bees getting C-minuses or something. Something yeah, was strange. Yeah, yeah uh, this is a part of what's suffering about this episode. There's a bunch of convoluted plot points that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Like, make the story simpler and have more jokes around the story it. story did not make sense. It was not cohesive anyway. No. Well, yeah, it could have just be- started out, Bart plays basketball. Like, you can yeah. buy that. I mean, yeah. um, well, he didn't need to be in detention and uh, shoot uh, trash into a basket. you could start that- with Bart in detention. You don't need yeah, a yeah, convoluted yeah. scheme for why he gets there. He's That's always fair. in detention. I do, I do like the evolution of... Uh, but is just bored in attention, starts throwing for the waste paper basket, and that's yeah. how he kind of yeah. I was yeah. for that, but every, yeah, getting there was stupid. But then the teachers are all there. Like, he's in this detention because he's done, like, the worst thing imaginable. Mm. It is the longest detention. Mm. And they're all there, and they're like, oh, okay, you know, instead of doing, you know, whatever homework you're supposed to be doing and sitting there quietly, yeah, yeah. why don't you have some fun? Skinner, who got beat, was, was like, defending the goal, yeah, goal right. at the end. I mean that was a cute shot, but mm. it didn't it didn't really hold water as a, as a mm. no no as a next step. It holds no water. 
Mm, like a cup with a hole in the bottom. Mm, like a sieve with a hole in the bottom. You know nice. what I'm actually thinking? Like, sorry, I really interrupted that. <laughs> Feel free. I was about to. <laughs> All right, the whole thing about this was it's in that interview format. But thinking of the plot as it was, it probably would have been better as just a straight Simpsons episode. Yeah, that's one of my last notes. It's like, why is this in doco form? It just feels like it had more padding for storytelling that way. Yeah. Yeah, well, look, I I think it's important that Simpsons do mess with the show format at least once per Mm. season because, look, they're running out of ideas. And I didn't think the documentary format was the problem, but it did make way for a lot of unnecessary fat. There was a lot of fat that could have been trimmed in this episode. I think it comes down to, no, no, it's fine if you do this, but if you do this, make it better. Yeah. Why was the angry black guy there? I mean, clearly they needed an announcer. I'm assuming it's a parody of some we don't know. Yeah, I mean, sure, it probably is a a trope. Mm. I know that, Mm -hmm. like, sports announcers tend to be loud and shouty and stuff. Um, Sports shouting. Yeah, sports shouting. But... It, I mean, it felt vaguely on the nose racist, uh, sort of Don King sort of vibe, mm. but uh, I, I mean, he felt like the wacky mascot. Read a book, kids! You yeah. know? Yep. He sounds um, like Marge, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, that wasn't me being the black guy. That was a different yeah. bit. But he's uh, all, there's no I in team. There's no you in effort. There's no X in dog. What's going on? It's like, where's what? Oscar the Grouch's feet? Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> do, they, do they just ask preposterous questions on yeah. these sports shows? Mm. Well, and yeah. what's the deal with the line fruit? Okay, I think I think as far as the format went, it died for me as soon as it turned out that a firstly who's doing this documentary? It seems to be yeah. Lisa, and then who's narrating it? It's Nelson's dad. Oh like, yeah, that was weak. I kept thinking back to sauce. the whole behind the laughter. You know, one of the yep. the first few doco ones that they did. Mm-hmm. And Is it going to be on just, next? Ah, you're saving that for the very end. I'm pretty. That's sure. going to be our very last episode. Yay! Yeah. Fair enough. So, but uh, instantly, the best player on the team, new captain, and all that, getting mm-hmm. the, the the fancy treatment. Uh, what do you guys think of the lunch lady Doris gag? Where uh, redeemed only because she picks up a bunch of gruel and shoves it in Martin's pocket. That was exactly <laughs> my thoughts. <laughs> so yeah, puts a little napkin out and tray and cutlery mm. for Bard and cuts mm. him off a nice piece of steak. From the rump roast that's apparently only for him and other exclusive yeah, students yeah. or something. Mm. And just scoop, pocket. <laughs> I like the security footage camera angle of that scene. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it. I thought they played with the camera as well in this. Um, the no running in the pool joke, though, I thought this went on one beat too long. Yeah. Went on, yeah, because he's like running around. There's a big no running sign. The lifeguard's like, it's even not really that dangerous. But then Bart runs back on screen. There's blood all over his face. And you're like, no reason. What? Yeah. I think it was like yeah. the Simpsons going, by the way, kids, don't be like Bart. You know, <laughs> don't you... do what Donnie don't does. Exactly. Uh, They're trying to, you know, uh, by the they... way, we are, you know, safe for your children to watch. Please don't tell them to stop watching us. Mm. I don't. Hmm. I, maybe they've got like a bit more ratings push. They had blood in the intro with the eye. They got blood in the in the pool. Then Bart stabbing Homer later. We're not up to that bit yeah, yet. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they just surprisingly no blood then. If that's true, that's the saddest meeting ever. It's like coming this summer. Blood in the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> See yeah. all. Like um, remember those those. Tonight, the, the the three sexy Simpsons episodes, things that used to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Too hot for right prime time. <laughs> yeah. Playlist. This is the bloody playlist. <laughs> uh, uh. 
Um, what else did I hate? I hated the fucking square dance bit when they then cut oh, to the man. banjo player later. That was the worst. It made Ugh. no sense. Stupid he had no reason to be there. And yeah. it felt mean to homeless people. Yes, mm. it did. And rednecks. Yeah. Um, and, and banjo gym, players. Gym teachers. Mm. It was offensive to everybody. Yeah. And, and it had nothing to do with the plot. Like that, yeah, that turnaround did not further the plot no. in any way. It no. didn't even show Bart and Lisa actually having a bad time. Mm. At the square dance, which was the whole point of the joke, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Actually, really dislike as well. The lead into that is Lisa's like, because uh, I work for the school paper, I had to do a report on the new star basketball player, which is Bart. And it's like, you're just being an ass here, Lisa. Mm. This isn't, he, mm. he hasn't done anything it's, wrong it's yet. It's your he's, job. He's, this he's is your good, job yeah. to report on, of course. He's doing something well. He hasn't done anything wrong yet. And you're complaining about having to do anything. Mm. Why aren't they reporting on the star journalist, Lisa? <laughs> and speaking of shoehorning the Simpson family into this episode, yeah. another thing that I didn't like is going to be my catchphrase of this <laughs> first segment. Uh, <laughs> another thing. Mustard in the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, Homer didn't need to be the coach. No. And yeah. they wasted a yeah. bunch of time making Willie, who also didn't need to be the coach, quit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you got no real conflict out of that. No, because Homer's eventual problem is that uh, Bart isn't a team player, but <laughs> and it feels like uh, they start out introducing the um, Homer's not going to be good at this. He's dumb. He's just he walks into yeah, poles. He doesn't yeah. know anything about basketball, and they feel like they're dropping the lead for that's where the story going to go. But uh, they don't do anything with that. Yeah, he's the team is doing fine because everyone's relying on Bart. Homer to got win. fed up. The, yeah, the, the, that he's winning um, and spinning the ball on his dick. Oh, yeah, that was fucking that was weird. Awkward. Yeah. Again, they hung on for that, like, for about five no, seconds they, too many. they shouldn't have done that in the first place. What the fuck was that joke? Kids, do not spin basketballs on your penis. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Basketball um, grazing is a real thing. <laughs> Talk to your doctor today if you have basketball <laughs> grazing. <laughs> but I did like the gag, because, yeah, they dropped the whole thing about Homer being too stupid and go quickly to Homer being pissed off at Bart's arrogance. But I did like the joke of Bart being all cocky. Oh, yeah, Homer? Well, look at the scoreboard. And it says visitors, Bart. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. cute. Um, anyway, going into Act 2, or as they say, we return with the interesting part. I don't remember what happened. For shame. They, For shame. You don't remember what happened? The no. Wigger milkshake bit. Oh, that was dumb. Yeah, yeah it was pretty bad. So, yeah... Um, Chief Wiggins, like, insulting the cops and saying, oh, they're so fat, you just follow them where you can follow a milkshake, <laughs> walks off screen and then drinks a milkshake and then complains about not being able to find a belt big enough for him and he's wearing... Very strange. I mean, <sighs> traditionally, this is where it would cut to to Ed and Eddie and Lou being like, come on, guy, we're right here. And Wiggins like, ah, so, sorry, guys, I need to blame someone. Yeah, right, but... Um, why is he dissing on the other first off why is he dissing on the other cops but why why, why dissing on the other cops and then sh not show any other cops or not then run with that thread and then turn it about Wiggum's so ashamed of himself like yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. bad jerk telling mm -hmm. yeah but this is the part where we come back I think and we find out that uh, Fat Tony has taken interest in uh, Bart's uh, distaste for the game all of a sudden yeah. maybe he can exploit that for money so yeah, this feels like it's a thing that's like must be relevant to American sports at the moment called point shaving, where mm, you don't exactly mm. throw the game, but you um, make a tight spread. So, you know, people placing those certain bets can win. Um, uh, so what did you guys think of the whispering lawyer bit and the... Way too much of that shit. Too much, uh, but I did like some of them. Yeah. But Fat Tony just goes, life's a lot like a 
uh, game of basketball. There's courts, there's shooting. (laughs) (laughs) I have been told to say that life is not like a game of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they they made a funny joke and then they were like, we can can make funny. Quick, quick, quick. Give me more. (laughs) We can't write too much material at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. It it, it was a good in-joke that went on way too long. Mm. Yeah. And with his other one where he's like... uh, Told Bart to lose, or else. I have told I am not allowed to see, or else. Cut that, or else. else. I have been told I should stop talking, or else. It's like, you've run that dry and you're still choking it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first time it was not a bad joke. Mm. It just needed once. Yeah. Then stop. Um, or else. So <laughs> you were chambering that, weren't you? <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> um, I did like again. They do security footage at Luigi's and Luigi's line of have a cannoli. It's like a, a bone marrow of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just love that because I love cannolis. Also, like oh, the man, cannolis yeah. and organized crime go together. They really oh, yeah. do, don't they? Um, they're milking the Godfather things. Oh, I, yeah. I I didn't like that they did the same. Security cam shot. I felt like I mean, it just felt like they were felt doubling true. up. Yeah. Um. I didn't like that. Uh. Luigi was basically just flailing his arms wildly on camera like mm-hmm. a clown, yep. being mm-hmm. like, "Hey, look at me! I'm so Italian! Holy shit, guys! Can yeah. you believe mm-hmm. it?" And we know for a March meme, that's not how they flail their arms. <laughs> <laughs> I figured they were going for him being crazy, afraid of the Godfather uh, of Tony. Mm. Um. But didn't, it looked wacky. Win. He looked like Krusty the Clown, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, Comedic flailing. In brackets in on the script, you know? <laughs> well, we do that a lot on the Simpsons Index. Like, Comedic flailing? Flail. <laughs> <laughs> We're so funny! Nodding. <laughs> um, so, again with the mobs, another thing I didn't like about this episode, Louie was doing Frankie the Squealer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They took yeah. Frankie the Squealer's one character trait that's in his fucking name mm-hmm. and applied it to Louie yeah. for no good reason. To be fair, Frankie the Squealer's probably dead. <laughs> that's true. I think they've killed him at least three times. On episodes. the other hand, Tight Lips, how good was his I line? I wrote yeah. it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting there in a cafe. It's like, hey, uh, do you own a Black Pontiac? Someone's towing it outside. I saw you get out of it. You're the only person here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. It says uh, the license plate is zero to say. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I love most about that bit is they they cut to him and saying like, oh, he was like tight-lipped about it. And you know who they're going to cut to. And yeah. 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 That was well executed. Mm. But again, they dragged it out too long where you see the tow truck and he goes, oh, my grandma was in there. Yeah. yeah see, they that didn't need that part. undercut the joke a bit too much, you know? Yeah. Pulled it, w- w- it cheapens it, man. Because cheapens he actually said it. something. It he provided information. We that know is he not has a grandmother job. now. Yeah. Um, all right, so... We can exploit that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in the basketball game, Bart's point shaving. He's uh, stalling, not taking the shots. Uh I did like Homer's little joke of uh, shoot, shoot, just like I drew in this picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got a picture of just yeah, a shoot. stick figure, <laughs> basketball. I like that too. That was yep. good. That is when this fight scene between Bart and Homer kicks off. It was okay. Firstly, he was he was stalling, he was stalling, he was stalling. He was supposed to win, so they could have just left him, right? Yeah. And then Homer comes in halfway, you know, like right in the middle of the game. Starts to yell at him, throttles him. It would have been thirty-seven all the entire game. Yeah, and like gets the basket that Homer wanted him to get. Right. Yeah. 
And then Homer's like, how dare you win this game? And yeah. just keeps choking yeah. him. Ch- just keeps. Doesn't keeps. make sense. Yeah, and as we were saying before, like, there's an audience reaction when he starts choking with, <gasps> but then that's never a plot point. No, it yeah. goes on for like 10, 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the kids pour Gatorade on him and he's still going. And, and uh, Bart's like trying to Bart stab him. stabs him, and saying, him in the face stop, like five stop. times. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, was that what the couch gag was foreshadowing, I guess? Yes. Pen stabbing. Speaking of which, I think Homer's Homer's stick figure joke would have been funnier if it had like the same same art style as the oh, yeah. cuz <laughs> the pen stab and then foreshadowing again we doubled it up. Um there you or, go. But yeah, well, Bart wins the game through bullshit, of course, but why is Homer even why is Homer throttling him? For winning a game. And then even after the throttling part stops, they still keep fighting and like throwing yeah. chairs. chairs and, yeah. And, yeah. and then Maggie, like they cut to Bart doing an interview in his room and then Maggie's beating him up. It's a very violent episode. Yeah, Maggie's very disappointed that he's winning games but not winning them enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, the point shaving thing, it's cruel to be like, I'm so much better than you. I can pretend not to be better than you and all this sort of thing. Look, I think the whole, all right, the basic thing about the whole point shaving from what I can gather is it's an integrity thing. Yeah, everyone's happy and they're still winning, but why does Homer give a shit about integrity of the game? Why does Maggie care? Why does Maggie care? I mean, you'd think Marge would be the one out of all of them to be like, you know, but... That's For a good real. point. It would have yeah. been way more of an interesting plot point if it was like Homer that made, set up this deal. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. Homer was aware yeah. of that. It sounds like him. Or His like, wacky plant. Hu- yeah, he's a bad coach, but he knows how to deal with the mob. You know what? I'm going to take it back for to real. the Lisa thing for a little bit. If it had been Lisa was actually kind of proud that Bart was doing something legitimate for once. And she wanted and then, to. Yes. And then she found out he was cheating and was disappointed in him. Because, yeah, why does the school give a crap if Bart is showboating and point shaving? They're winning for once. They don't care. Yeah, they've got everything to gain and nothing to lose, yeah. really, if they just yeah. keep their mouth shut. <laughs> and then they brought in this whole thing about, like, the you know the final game is going to be, you know, he has to throw the final game. Mm-hmm. Mm. And suddenly Bart cares. Like, yeah. like he had no understanding yeah. of what was going to happen. I don't know. They kind of vaguely hint. Well, he that's actually the one where Tony gives him some kickbacks and he kind of starts understanding. No, nah, man. He's doing like, something. Yeah, he it's gets his money. Vague. And then in the next scene, he's just like, I should be crying right now. And and why? is why He hasn't lost any games yet. He hasn't even had to. He, I mean, they've said, we, he wants me to lose the game. I feel like I should cry. It felt like yeah. like yeah. he hadn't had any moral no, lesson no. yet. Look, no. let's face it. The first taped recording we get of Fat Tony talking to Bart, he's like, uh, you know, I've got a proposition for you. Oh, but, uh, you know, no one's going to get hurt, are they? Yeah, that's the only problem with the plan. And they both like do this evil laugh like, ha ha, no yeah, one's going to get hurt. Yeah. But if only they could. Bart is not innocent from the beginning. Yeah. Why yeah. did they try he to He knows he's him? in with the mob. Know. I mean Exactly. He's been with the mob before. Yeah, he's been mm-hmm. fine with doing this shit. And, and and then he's like, I was I was doing this to hurt my dad's feelings, not to make money, not to make sweet money. He's I mean, he's So only- yeah, his motivations are flipped in the episode too. Mm. Yeah. So the mob get to Millhouse as well. Well, before they get to that as well, the announcers riff on M- Nelson's dad for like 15 seconds and then Nelson uh, breaks down in the middle of the court. Is there any reason Dredrick Tayton was a, a basketball announcer? I did think of that. No. Because yeah. he's I mean, he's a boxer. Um, is it just because he's a black sportsman that's been visible in The Simpsons? I think universe? he's one of their few recognizable sportsmen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And recognizable sports voices. Yeah. But yeah, you don't hear Mike Tyson calling uh, Pee Wee uh, uh, 
basketball games, do you? Very strange. I forgot um, what sport we were watching again. Pee wee basketball. I was like, pee wee hockey foot sock. Close. Hand. <laughs> Hand egg. Yeah. Uh, pee wee sock puppets. Um, so it turns out the mob got to Millhouse. Um, yeah, which is really also had no consequence whatsoever. Yeah. No, it really didn't. Yeah. Because he just kind of punches Bart in the nuts and they it, fight yeah. a little bit. And then what animation you, wise, loved that slow mo sequence, though. What did you guys think of Millhouse's blackout anonymous scene? Yeah, I was about uh, to say, we do keep cutting mm. back to Millhouse in this episode for like no reason at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, like uh, they make a joke about someone being a wuss and they cut to Millhouse. Why do you keep cutting to yeah, me? They, yeah. they go, he yeah. was scared. Millhouse scared. Yeah. And, it's like, and that's a funny line. They, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I didn't mind that line. And then they actually cut to Millhouse again. But yeah. I didn't really like any of Millhouse's scenes in this. Yeah. No. Well, look, I mean, this is sounding snarky of me, but I'm, I'm really sick of bad editing jokes, especially in mockumentary format. Yeah. Because yeah. Like, yeah. uh, oh god, the whole the whole like blackout where he's speaking the deep voice and then scares himself. Oh yeah, it was dragged out so it almost didn't make sense. And then there was the whole puppy goo goo. Yeah, well they've used puppy goo before. Yeah, they've used it before, but mm. it just dragged the joke out. And then he got scared again when the lights went off. Like, yeah, I think they should have just had it <sighs> not without the lights going on because the funny part of that to me was. Um, puppy Goo Goo saying it's lying in the pitched altered voice yeah. and Millhouse going oh like yeah. that yeah. was funny but it, again, yeah, you didn't like, like you said it cut to that long. without the light going on it, you, it's still recognisable enough yeah. to be obvious and it's one of those jokes where I'm not having any kind of fun so I'm just sitting <laughs> going well don't you know technically they are actually have altered the voice in, in post so he wouldn't be able to hear his own voice yeah, yeah. 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 this is yeah. an episode which makes you push your glasses up from the tip of your nose to the top Actually, it was more about three quarters away down my nose. <laughs> I hope someone got fired for that blunder. <laughs> Can you alter all our voices in post to just be that? <laughs> <laughs> A yeah. wizard did it. <laughs> and yeah, because they got to Millhouse with the bobblehead and the bobblehead sequence also went on too long. Yeah. Also, Where he's bobbling? In my bedroom. Oh, shut up, Millhouse. Yeah. Jesus. Legs was still spilling secrets. Not legs. Um, Louis. Louis. Louis was still spilling secrets. Also, they've already killed his bobblehead. There's no threat anymore. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Solid Burns has intimidated point. this kid more when he broke his legs to inspire his own team and said he would come back. There's <laughs> mm. <laughs> a little crippled boy. I crippled and him the, myself. <laughs> and the best the mob can do is break his bubble head. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, weak. Right. Then again, pretty Mr. Weak. Burns is definitely way more evil than the mob. Oh, yeah, I know. Fat Tony's... But come on. Fat Tony can be very ashamed of his criminal activities. <laughs> so speaking of which, it turns out that Lisa is the hero of the story, which deserves a Chiron. <sighs> I kind of like that joke. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, maybe I was just so just, fed up no, with this No, just because it flashes up and says, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's at least I know what a Chiron is now. I know. Uh, so, yeah, Lisa, her hero of the story, uh, turns out that she discovered on Butter Bing search engine. Yeah. Kill me. Is that like an <laughs> a Italian mob joke? I believe yeah. so. Weak. Yes, it is. That Fat Tony used to play on a girl's team. <laughs> yeah. oh, he no. might, he'd be so embarrassed if anyone found out. No, no, no. He, they needed some sort of embarrassing secret for him, but they couldn't make it too weird. Uh, and then he goes back and plays with the team later, anyway. Yeah. But at this still, point, oh. still sucks at basketball. He's gonna, and then he murders, uh, uh, presumably, unless they knock the book gun out. Of, they should have knocked the gun out that of his head. That would have been great. Oh. <laughs> All these years later, still giving him sass. Oh, oh, that been oh yeah, and he goes to push him, and then they do the thing where they uh, hold his forehead and. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, 
Yeah. Oh. oh, Fat Tony. Shoots them. They just bat know, the bullet out of the I air. Know. But yeah, they rush the resolution here where it's a combination of that and also Bart apologizing to Homer. I've just realized what a jackass I've been right on time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it cuts to a thing with Mr. Burns who said he was going to kill everyone. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even, I didn't even know what was going on there. They were sort of going, if, if this was one of those murder documentaries like the OJ documentary where someone like confesses to murder in the documentary, oh, this no. would be an interesting show to watch. Yeah. The whole thing was, you know, oh, Fat Tony has a secret, uh, but we're doing a documentary. Everyone will know his secret anyway. We're all going to get shot. Uh, but nobody watches documentaries unless, unless a rich person kills somebody. Yeah. And then, please Such a laboured joke by the time you get there. I don't even care that it's Mr. Burns. I should care. He's my favourite. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's always been uh, one of the shining moments in any bad episode. Mm. So, oh yeah, quickly mention the guest star, Stephen Curry, who's a basketball, and uh, Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah. He's a basketball? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was James Earl Jones doing the documentary voice. Oh yeah, I think an- so, yeah. another mildly uh, push the glasses up bit. Yeah. Marge is like, I wanted to encourage by it, by it however I could, and there's a shot with her with a basketball hoop in her hair. They have a basketball hoop in their freaking driveway. Yeah, watch out for the shack attack. That's it, when she was telling him to watch out for the shack attack. Yeah. And so the episode ends with Nelson's dad admitting, uh, and how do I know this? Well, I'm the voice of the narrator, and I'm also Nelson's dad. And First of all, Nelson's dad doesn't sound like that. Nope. Second of all, the fuck. Yeah, the fuck. It's... Like, just yeah. to do another Nelson's dad abandons his family joke? Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Nelson going, Papa? Because they just can't get enough of that yeah. line. <laughs> oh, my God. A father abandoned his child. That's so funny. What up, up, what up, Papa? Fievel. Papa, Papa? Fievel. Papa? Fievel. Oh, I could do this for hours. I know. I know. I, I, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, it's, it's, From it's an American tale. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good story movie. about mice. It's a good movie. Jewish mice. One of them is called Fievel. The other one, I'm pretty sure his name is Papa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, that one name was Pile. Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> Let's do a questionnaire. If you insist. Play count. How many times have you seen this episode since March? Once too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just watched this the once in preparation for the episode, and I went, "Oh God, why did I watch this the once?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have to watch it again. Um, did it feel like an episode? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, I, I think I should scrub the ep- uh, the question of feel this episode. Did it feel like an ESPN episode? Yeah, yeah. It it felt like ESPN. Hmm. Yeah, like I wanted to change the channel. Boom. Ho! Take hey that, oh. ESPN! <laughs> but as far as like... Shots fired! <laughs> but as far as like a Simpsons breaking format episode, did it still have a Simpsons feeling running through it? No. Um, like, I feel like the characterization was really out of whack for pretty much everybody. Yeah, well, that's yeah. The, they were doing Except the Johnny kind of, tight lips. They were doing the kind of things they would do if motivated properly, but they yeah. were never motivated yeah. properly. Mm. No, that's right. And... You know, when, a lot of things they do, I feel like they have a Homer checklist, you know. In this episode, he must choke Bart, he must uh, do something dumb, he must, and I feel like they were doing a sort of a bit of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Homer didn't have a Homeriness to him at all This in this episode. First off, he was basically a background character mm-hmm. um, until his climactic fight scene. Yeah. Um, Hence why I was saying he didn't need to be the coach. No. They yeah. just wasted time yeah. making him the coach. Um, he wasn't zany, he wasn't stupid, he wasn't emotional, he wasn't 
He was pre- he was present. Yeah, he was present. <laughs> yeah, he Irma, was present. He was overly violent and yeah, unpleasant. Um. So yeah, wackiness. Um. Yeah. Mm. Homer gets stabbed like five times in the face by Bart. Is that wacky? Is that what wacky is these days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, again, because it's a break format, it's sort of hard to judge. But i got to say, it was kind of a grounded story, but it uh, just had... Bart hires Mole Man to whack a, a, a bucket of bees with a stick. <laughs> but dude, that's the whole thing. What I don't kind even of fucking know, job is that? I don't even know if he was hired to do that or if it was just part of the day that was happening. For some, It was so vague and thrown mm. together. I have no idea what was even supposed to be happening. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah. if it's bee-related, like, save the bees. I mean, this is a new episode. Save the bees. Everybody knows save yeah. the bees. It could have been a save the bees day. Yeah, yeah, it's big. Yeah, they didn't need to ramp up with explanation that, oh, it was a, a festival for C minus student. Like, yeah. Just, just. So did you feel the heart in the resolution of this episode where Bart admits he was a jerk? No. Oof. He doesn't know why he's a jerk. There was no turn around there. Is this the he part just... where I cry? Yeah, is for it, real. Is it now? <laughs> he was just... Script told him this is the part where you... Sp- oh, you know what Kevin Sorbo would say about this episode? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Danny. <laughs> what would Kevin Sorbo say? Disappointed! <laughs> Delightful. So, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? <laughs> I get it. So, no? How far is the remote from me? <laughs> it's next to you. It's the beach this is, question. This is coming off. <laughs> like my pants, this is going off. <laughs> Let's skip the playlist question and rank this thing. Okay. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Or maybe if the episode was just meh, we give it participant. And as for the good rankings, there's a bronze, a silver, and the excellent episodes get a gold, but the extra special, super spectacular episodes, the fantastic ones, those that which the Simpsons could not exist without, they get cubic zirconia. Mm. Now I'm going to go first, I'm going to show you how it's done, I'm going to call it a participant. The positives that I got, you know, a few good jokes and um, a, a lot of interesting um, animation stylings brought this up for me from failure, although it could have easily gotten that. So it's participant for me. Uh, how about you, BT? Uh, I'm also participating. Parti- particip- I'm also going to give it a participant. Um, I mean, it wasn't like pillowcase full of scorpions bad. Mm. One good, but I've seen better. So, yeah, it's just I'm going to forget this one and it'll all just drift away like all my Italian lessons. <laughs> That's why you don't speak Italian no more. Bongiorno. But do you speak Porky Pig? <laughs> <laughs> yip, 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 yip. No. Oh god, there was that bit too. Yeah. yeah. Claire, that was a stutter and I'd appreciate you not bringing it up anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> Claire, what would you like to rank this thing? It was a failure for me. I really didn't enjoy this episode. I wanted to leave. <laughs> I was looking for the door, but Dan was in the way and I'm like, oh shit, I've got to watch the rest of this. <laughs> he's a he's a thin man. You could knock him down. <laughs> <laughs> just while we're recording, I just make sure like punching everyone. Just push him over, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Danny. How about you? What are you ranking it today? Oh, this is definitely a failure for me. Um, yeah, I'm that's why I love really, you. 
Love on the Simpsons index. It's going to be a difficult one for me to briefly encapsulate why, because this is this this is a movie where I kind of want to go back and watch it another five times, just so I can really like write five thousand words on exactly what's wrong with it. The many mm. many things, some of them little, <laughs> some of them it, very major. The <laughs> <laughs> so many things that really upset me about this. I really didn't like their approach to pacing and jokes. Um, mm. the way they had. Uh, set up and then punchline in the same breath again and again and again um, where all the jokes were weak they weren't contributing to the story they all felt like flash cut asides like in, in a better show it would have been like a family guy thing where they're just kind of dropping aside to make a joke that didn't move the story forward and then cutting back to the story except that would have been faster yeah that would have been faster it, uh, <laughs> there's a trick to do that well it's it's a thing people do it I really d- just then when she was like Fat Tony, let me speak to you in Italian. Oh, I don't speak Italian. What about Sicilian? Is that even the fucking language? I'm Sicilian. And then she's like, well, what about Porky? Oh, man. Oh, man. Mm. So much about this really made mm. me angry. Um, the use of violence for shock impact in the fight scene. Stabbing your dad five times in the face. Uh, and the thing is, we know the Simpsons can do it well. Mm. You know, the stop, he's already dead. You know, because it was good because they actually cut away and mm. they just showed the shocked reactions of the kids. But this was just yeah. awkward. You weren't seeing his face being slowly more mutilated with each and consecutive hit. it wasn't just hit. like Bart co- like actually calling out, going like, why are you doing this to me? You know, There's plenty of oh, violence in the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Used really well. Um, yeah, violence and blood isn't the problem. There was so much blood in the falling off the cliff sequence. Oh mm-hmm. man, down the cliff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Plas- so it's a failure. It, it, indeed, it is. In ooh, ooh, it's such a failure. You can, you can read Danny's uh, four thousand word essay. That's right. I'll post it in the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next, Dan Dennis has uh, declared that we will go back to season eighteen and watch Springfield up. Declared. Who does he think he is? Dan. Dan Dennis. Dan Dennis, Dan yeah. Dennis. Dan, Dennis. No, Dan Dennis of Dan Dennis declarations. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Vance of Bob Vance refrigeration. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dan um, Dennis the dentist. Oh, I, I'm... Quick, quick, Dan, become a dentist. <laughs> it's amazing. It's going to sound great. Sell dental dams. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Dr. Dan Dennis the dentist dental dams. That's our new warm-up tug twister. <laughs> great. Thank you, Dental Dan. Dr. Dan Dennis. Dental Dan! (laughs) Dental Dan, Dental Dan! (laughs) We picked a career taker. We are back, and we just watched Season 18, Episode 13, Springfield Up, first released in February 07. In this episode, once again, breaking format, as is the theme for tonight's uh, podcast, The Simpsons do like a parody of those 8-Up and 7-Up movies that you see, and they look at various residents of Springfield and how they've aged like um, 8 or whatever years apart. Guys, what did you think? I loved it! Loved? Man, I loved it! I thought it was amazing! Um, Probably not the greatest episode I've ever seen, but there were a lot of bits that just like... Oh man, it really stuck out to me. Uh, Wiggum Schmiggum, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, you know what? No, I was watching the Wiggum bit, and I was like, it'd be way funnier if he didn't start out being a baby cop, and then a middle-aged cop, and then an adult cop. Although um, baby cop Wiggum, uh, playing cops and robbers with baby Homer, and like pretending to shoot him, and oh, Homer man. just falling to the ground, like <laughs> yeah, just put a bullet in my brain, man. I don't want to live. But we'll I don't. Get- want- 
We'll get back to the episode specifics, but mm. Claire and BT, uh, where, where is your feelings? I, I feel like my emotions will never match Dan's. So, <laughs> so why have them? <laughs> you either have the best emotions or you have none. Poor unfeeling robot. Beep, bleep. Hopes deleted. <laughs> I do have a feeling Dan will be the reason why this one has a shiny ranking today. Yeah, right. It wasn't actually... It was good. It was a good episode. I, I was a bit surprised to hear love, but it was quite enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Look, at the top, I'm going to say the one glaring flaw with this episode, which I can overlook because, like you said, and I agree with you, there are a lot of funny bits in here mm-hmm. that... Um, definitely push it into the good rankings for me personally, but the one glaring flaw is that I don't think it runs with the concept of uh, Springfield up far enough. Mm. Like it, it mostly becomes the Homer show. Like mm. I don't think they cut, mm. they continue yeah, doing yeah. the whole Springfield up format in the third act at all. No, once they do the Homer reveal millionaire bit, especially, yeah. it's all about that, which is fair enough. It's interesting. Uh, I was going to say my only real problem with this is Frank going back in time. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. stuck in a time loop now. Actually, yeah, he's not only been run over by two cars, but someone else stole his time machine. Yeah, I mean, he's stuck. Yeah, well, no, yeah, someone else, little Carl. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm sure little Carl goes back. Uh, deleted scene here, yeah. he pops up. He must go back at some point. I guess. I think the uh, the, the the tongue Homer's Homer's it's lizard Homer from the parallel reality <laughs> where everyone's got lizard tongues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We might actually not be watching an episode of The Simpsons. We might be watching Lizard Simpsons. Yeah, it's one of those Rick and Morty things where each episode is actually from a different uh, universe yeah. Yeah. sort of mm. thing. So as an episode is not without its flaws, I can recognize that. But I really had a roller coaster ride and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it was fun. And, you know, even though I say, you know, it became the Homer show, it did manage to run with the concept and follow uh, Lenny, Wiggum, Frank, Cat Lady, and sort of Marge. But <laughs> I do mm. super love Cat Lady's bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Cat Lady backstory. I mean, we can be all over the place. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, I like it because you don't know who it is to start with. Yeah. She's yeah. just like, who's when I, Eleanor? When I grow Total up, curveball. I'm, yeah. When I grow up, I want to be a lawyer and a doctor because a woman can do anything. And then she grows up and she's all. She's a woman doctor lawyer. Yeah. You're on. I, I would like a. What do they call it? Recess. Sequester. Like uh, it's a. Impasse. Proposal of whatever. Fuck it. Continuance. Continuance. Yeah, tontine. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to request a tontine. <laughs> so, but yeah, I watched a, a different episode. Your Honor, I request a continuance. I have to go deliver a baby. I love babies. Agreed. Wait, yeah. isn't he the judge that sent us to kiss his ass? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is. I picked Continuity up and I was there. Like, <gasps> yeah, nice. one of two judges in Springfield. Well, no, one of three judges. There's him. There's Snyder, and then there's White Snyder. You oh, don't yeah, see White w- Snyder. Yeah, you don't see him very often. There's also uh, he was from Judge Sliders. Judy Ripoff. Mm. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, Constance Harm. Mm. That's her character's name. Wow. All Judge right. Constance Harm. Oh, yeah, and then we come back again, and she's all like, I'm a little burned out, so so sue me. Sometimes I have a glass of wine with my cat. I'm thinking of getting another cat, maybe. <laughs> and then <laughs> just smash. Smash <laughs> cut is right. Yeah, throwing cats everywhere. Throwing uh, cats at the documentary And her degree. <laughs> and her yeah. degree. Yeah. Um, so her name was Eleanor. She's clearly a lot younger than she looks. Yeah. yeah. Um, cats will do that to you, man. Some dark tragedy mm. has happened and Cat be thy name. She just burned out. I really yeah. want to see those eight years. I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> what a ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, that's another thing. When the episode ran with this format, I thought it actually pulled out a lot of good material. Like, great, even, great stuff. Okay, going back to the start, even like the Lenny thing, and he's going on <laughs> about his cake, and then they go, 
uh, decided not to follow up on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Poor that Lenny. That sure is a fine cake. And I'll say, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's actually some great Lenny material in this one because we've seen some that don't that just try to drag too much out of Lenny. We find he's yeah. better in, in very short bursts and besides that. Yeah, and, uh, and not applying too many character traits to him. Like, in previous episodes, they love Lenny, and then this one is the documentary and has disdain for him, and there's no particular reason why. Did you ever try <laughs> that shampoo? No, I didn't. <laughs> he just gives him this withering look, like, I, I tried, I threw you a bone. Yeah. <laughs> Say something, Lenny. Come on, man. So, yeah, back at the, um, the start of the episode, when they do this concept with the episode with Chief Wiggum, although I thought the material was a bit mixed, I thought it showed a good story progression of uh, him being a cop throughout his childhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I mean... While I was watching it, I did have this just like, oh, it'd be so much funnier to have some some hard turns in there. Yeah, it had like a rebellious face. Yeah, I always hate oh, the, okay. the storyline where I'm baby cop, I'm middle cop, I'm kid cop, I'm, I'm adult cop, and that's the end of your arc. That's not an arc. Because that's what we call police. He was a masseuse at one point. He was a masseuse <laughs> at one point, yeah. With a gun, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> um, to get him to the I say there's a weird bit where uh, he's on the firing range giving someone a gun massage. That's, I thought that was stupid then, but then they, then they roll it, with it. But then when they roll with it when in, in the, the eight years previous where he's giving Quincy a gun massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weirdly yeah. enough, that saved it. I thought that was... Using it again made it better somehow. Brought it back, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Fire made it I good. quite liked... Um I quite like the fire, the, the firing range scene. He, I mean, clearly he was going to be bad with the gun. Mm. Yeah, just, that was that was expected. And then like the the drill sergeant runs out. And he's like, "Pile, shazam!" <laughs> um, what was his line though? Because uh, yeah, he goes to point. Uh, Wiggum goes to point the gun at his oh, face, and of then of course he does. <laughs> it's like, what did I tell you about? Pointy shooty or yeah, something. Point, yeah, pointy, pointy towards, towards these. these. <laughs> what did I tell you about? What did I tell you about pointy towards these? <laughs> great. That was great. Um, and then he does the, oh, it looks like someone needs a massage. Yeah. And, he, and he does. He's yeah. like, oh, I guess I do love massage. Uh, and then, of course, attention. he shoots the cameraman. Yeah. And he gets down and he looks in the camera and he's just like, do you need a massage? <laughs> I love it. Love it's it. very wig up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, but then they end this thing off with another, uh, uh, we podcast coined this term, Wiggum and Lou Corner, where yeah. they have their little... Uh, lover's tiff, almost. Yeah, lover's quarrel. Uh, I have everything I could want. Well, you don't have pants that fit. I don't have pants. And, well, you have pants. Wear pants. Like, yeah. Although they, I do, I do that's love the it distilled. I do love the conclusion. Of, well, how would you feel if I made fun of your pants? Go ahead. Nah, they're perfect. <laughs> Damn you and your perfect pants. He does, actually. Lou's got, like, nicely shaped bell bottoms, actually. He has the perfect pants. And a nicely uh, shaped if... bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it tonight. If if this was, yeah, the 70s cop show, he would be the chief. Oh, wow, that'd mm. be a great spinoff. Yeah. Lou and Eddie, 70s cops. Yeah. <laughs> there was one brief shot of Lou with like long hair. Yeah, in the yeah, oh, they've done that before. Uh, it's it sort of, it's almost Rick James hair, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> it was sick. Yeah, oh, he, he I looked. bet he was like a, a Lenny Kravitz in a band or something. <laughs> awesome, Louis Kravitz. Ooh. <laughs> um, all right, so then it cuts to Homer and pretty much kicks off Homer's uh, journey. And this is like where they spend the most time in the episode. Yeah, now, clearly. I liked the line of Homer doing the interview when he gets lost in it and he actually thinks he's making wishes or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, how many wishes do I have left? I I'm not a genie. <laughs> None. You never had any wishes. Mm. But what do you guys think of the whole look at the camera bit? 
uh, it's um, classic young Homer. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't mind it, and uh, it is a common like you know thing for babies to put the toy on yeah. top of the camera. So I yeah. didn't mind also, it. Also, it's a good thing for it's a classic thing for Homer. It kind of reminded me of when I step on your foot and say yeah. hello, yeah. Mr. Thompson. Sure. Yeah, I liked it. It's like okay, d- just look at the camera. Okay, you're still looking at me. No, now you're looking at your hand. Now you're looking at the ground. Now you're looking at the production assistant. Now you're looking at your other hand. Yep. See, the thing about it is, for every line that annoyed me, the next one made me laugh. So <laughs> I think that's actually the classic sign of a, a good uh, extended out too long joke. Yeah. 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 You're angry. It's funny. It's angry. It's funny. It's angry. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah, gotta give props, man. Eric Idle in this episode oh, yeah. fucking he was killed great. it. He was great. Yeah, and th- like his line at the start, will he be the head of a robot corporation? Will she be a secretary for a robot CEO? <laughs> <laughs> will he campaign for robosexual rights? I say yes, no, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, Eric Idle. Well done. Mm-hmm. Good work, uh, man. But work. yeah, the other Homer bits, um, he's he a manure was, driver at some point. He was really good at every instrument in his band. Add that to the list of things that Bart gets really good at and is never good at again. Well, <laughs> Homer's musicianship does pop up every now and then. It's true. So, he's surprisingly uh, talented. Yeah, he's he's got that savant thing going on. Yep. Yeah. Like uh, Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Or other shows with savants. Simple Mind, perhaps. Or Monk. Or Rain Man. Mm-hmm. A simple the TV mind? series. Simple is it a, 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 a beautiful mind. mind. I meant a beautiful mind. A simple <laughs> a simple mind. mind. <laughs> that's just that's just it's two a very boring. Two job. hours of Cletus, <laughs> <laughs> played by Russell Crowe, oh. Academy Award Oscar. <laughs> you, you never go full retard, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Hey, what's going on on this side? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a, that was Russell a great Crow. Russell Crowe man. Good work. <laughs> I could call my ma while I'm up here. <laughs> All right, running it into the ground. <laughs> um, manure, um, open casket uh, caricaturatus. Oh, I like that joke. <laughs> Very strange. The, the caricature with the two little crossed eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know where it was going. He, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? Get Pans out. out. Do you have any hobbies? Get out of here. A, a good example of a show and tell line where. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I think that's like good with the documentary format, you know, the voice voiceover lends itself to yeah, that yeah. yeah they do a smash cut joke where homer's like oh we'll never have kids and then they cut to him with barton lisa yeah and he's like you, you better bet- not have smash cut from that time that i said i wasn't gonna have kids that would be a, a, a devastating edit <laughs> That's, that <laughs> crushing saved I, it actually oh. that little like that would be a devastating edit because you know we knew it was gonna happen yeah. Yeah. it happened it wasn't that funny because it was so expected yeah. and but then to have him mad about the prospect <laughs> A devastating, devastating edit. edit. <laughs> Beautiful. Her- Herman loved it. Herman knows his film. This is what yeah, he really does. He uh, does. Lessons learned from this episode. When racist ass <laughs> Melly Gibson took him to Hollywood to help him edit his film, that was maybe not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got him to do the score as well. <laughs> With a shifty eye. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, smash it to another eight years later and it turns out Homer's a millionaire. What? what? Don't be so surprised. It's a fifth take. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also really like um, how he made his alleged millions. Is like with the condiment pen. Like that ain't bad. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I believed it. I was like, you know what? That would make millions. I would buy the millions of that. Yeah. I could have done without the follow-up. I got the idea from the regular pen. That was a bit derpy for me. Yeah. Man, I felt like Eric Idle being the dapper British gent. Can I use this on my fish and chips? Is that okay? <laughs> you could put, uh, what was it? Wasabi on your dead, dead mother. mother for <laughs> <laughs> I think it's horseradish. Sadly, uh, horse radish horseradish always sounds hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, horseradish. <laughs> That's my new swear word of the week. For the love of crumb cake. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they do a couple of gags around uh, Homer in his new millionaire mansion house, and Bart kills a dolphin. Bart kills a dolphin, or maybe knocks out a dolphin. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It does kind of comically sink, and like, is he, no, up, boy, up. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. He could have at any second reached down and unplugged the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have liked it better if the dolphin had sort of keeled over to the side so he went sideways instead of straight No, down. wait, it should have gone belly up. Yeah. Ah, fish gags. Yeah, 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 yeah. But dolphins uh, aren't fish, they're mammals. Um, So they cut away from this to do Frink's little story. Yeah, where... um. He invents a time machine and then gets stuck in a time loop, oh. which is just doomed to die. But Very before strange. that, we have a continuity error. Do we now? Because Frank is all like, ah, well, in all my years of science, I've never kissed a girl. He used to have a son. Oh, and a, that's and a right. crazy hot girlfriend slash wife. Yeah. Didn't he have oh, a ring? Oh, ring a ding ding. Yeah. That, that move. Well, I get out dude of here. Has Whatever you say, professor. Yeah. Maybe this was cut like, I mean, that might have been eight years back. Before his son died, it's true. You know, yeah, maybe we. Yeah. Not out of the question that he invented that son. The clone. <laughs> oh, clone. and uh, his wife is just a, a wireless information fembot <laughs> emotron. I can see or where you're going with this. Or maybe she just really didn't like to kiss. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a horrifying joke, but I really laughed at the eight month after pill. Uh, Frank invented the eight month <laughs> after pill. Yep. Really bad, but yeah. Discovered and cured Frink's disease. Yeah. He's been a busy guy. Discovered an element. Yep. Frinkonium. So they do a bit of uh, retconning as well where they make Marge interested in photography. Yep. They cut to Marge's story and they say she was always interested in photography. And I was just thinking the whole time, could it have not have been painting like that has already been referenced in a bunch of other episodes? I don't know, man. Like... All of Homer's flashback was retcon as well. It's got yeah. nothing to do with any of the previous... Like, uh, Well, but Homer's stuff was all stupid jobs and things like that, which, yeah. of course, he had. And, to. I mean, he was or he was with Marge. It could have been in the bits in between what we've seen. Yeah. It's possible. But there's no greater point that it comes to with Marge being a photographer. It is Homer's story, really. And, like, I think the whole Marge photography angle was just... Um, Underdeveloped. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You Boom, win. Saved it. Give this man a cubic zirconia. I'll put it on my coffee table. <laughs> Speaking of the camera stuff, mm. there was that uh, taking the driver's license of nautical stew. <laughs> that was a great misdirect. Yeah, I, wa- yeah. I was expecting young sea captain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you were. <laughs> um, there was a hard second where I was like, is this a funny joke? Or, oh my God, I had no idea it was coming. They got me. Yeah. I've seen this episode and they got me. <laughs> uh, he might have been dancing a bit too long, but maybe that's how like much time you needed to go, hey, those guys. That's it. They got he me. Was, he was pointing his finger at the audience saying, got you guys. Got you. <laughs> you thought you were so clever. Yeah. Well, episode idea where we find out Stu is Sea Captain's son. Oh. Mm. Arr. 
<laughs> I hate disco. <laughs> Everything about it. What else happened? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Marge's photo. Um, Eric Idle has another great line. I forget which leads up to it better, but he's officially coined the term shutter buggery. Oh, my God. <laughs> Beautiful magic. I don't know when I'm going to be able to use it in my regular life, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be making the um, frequently used... And I can think of no examples that aren't offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But back to Homer. And Marge, could you explain why there's Burns' lotion in the cabinet? Oh, Burns is here. Old man tonics. Old Old man man medicine. Yeah. Well, I mean, who didn't predict it? Have you guys seen this one before? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, definitely. Did you guys see this coming that it was Mr. Burns' place? Well, not... Not at very first. At first, I thought it was like he somehow managed to make money and now he's going to lose it. Mm. But oh, then yeah, you the see the, the robe where it's and... quite fit and, you know. Subtle. Yeah. Like, yes. there are a few oh, little yeah. things. My dog has his own jacuzzi. Oh, another <laughs> bit of animal cruelty in this episode, which made me very uncomfortable. I liked it. It was funny. I, I didn't. I, it was quite a funny visual gag. The drama you, you and so gravity horrible. with which he announced yeah, it. Exactly. My dog has his own jacuzzi. When they turn on the bubbles and like <laughs> they, you've got a little Santa's little helper being thrashed around in there. You poor little dog. Aww. I know. Poor little fictional dog. <laughs> so yeah, Mr. Burns comes home. Where's Smithers? And... I did like the whole uh, grandfather clock bit. Yeah, yeah. all I've had is to... It was re- long. That, that he entertained himself by reading the clock instructions yeah. and then his, like, immediate recall. Like, someone let me out of here. It's 11.59.59. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this dragged out a bit too long. But I think it had to. They were clearly using the same audio grab for each scream. Yeah. yeah. And to, I, I personally hate that every time it pops up yeah. in film. But I felt like they were doing it on purpose to kind of just drive the point home. To emulate the sound of a chime. Yeah. Repetitive chime, repetitive scream. I don't necessarily mind it because of Mr. Burns and Smithers' history. Like the one where he's like, never, 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 never. And Mm. Mr. Burns just like watches him and quietly winds the window up. (laughs) He gets the phone call. Yeah. So (laughs) it did drag a bit, but Mr. Burns just unnodding him and, you know, yeah. Yeah. But Sorry. then I thought they extended it out too long again with the whole uh, get the hounds bit. and The hounds are in the summer house. Yeah, and then 90 minutes later and they're just dragging it out and having tea. But then I also did like certain parts where it's like, okay, but Winston and Farsi be an arguing again, so put Winston in the front. Winston doesn't like the front. <laughs> yeah, it's such like little couple nagging, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought I didn't like the Winston bit originally, but I think it gets safe with Homer going, no, Winston, no! <laughs> <laughs> So then this, uh, again, this is uh, now officially the Homer Simpson episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I do like it opens with, um, what the, what's the guy's even name? Eric Idle's character. Uh, Eric Declan, Idle. De- yeah, Eric Idle. Declan Desmond. Yeah, when Declan Desmond comes back and says, I had two questions for Homer. Why lie and lies why? Yeah. <laughs> again, just delivery on Eric Idle's part. That yeah, dude for knows sure. funny. And yeah, kicks off the whole uh, home, chasing Homer sequence, which I could have done without. Look, I didn't mind it except for the fact that they used the squeaky toy. Yeah. Like, if he'd just been like, Homer, talk to me. And like, he kept running away. Like, I like that yeah. he ran into a burning building. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind that gag. But yeah. the squeaky toy was like. It was like a callback for no purpose mm. and it gave nothing extra to it. Mm. Yeah. Because he mm. likes the squeaky toy. So why is he now afraid of it? That's it. And I guess I didn't mind Homer bailing out on his own car in the. On the highway and leaving his dad in the backseat. He's done it before. <laughs> yeah. He's a car bail outerer. Although but I was kind of expecting Grandpa to hold up a little sign that said yikes or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Felt very wily, Cody. 
But then yeah. after all that avoidance, uh, cuts jumping to the end where he just rocks up for no reason. Like we don't see why he was invited there. He was like, oh, you finally tricked me here. Well, no, you knew that you were coming there. No, well, and, and then this is another part of the episode which is dragged down significantly for me. I thought the whole thing out the front of the Simpsons house just fucking cut it all. Like I never remember it. So, <laughs> oh, Marge fighting with him and Homer and um, running back into the house, and I think uh, yeah. they're, they're just driving home the point that this guy shamed Homer. And I don't know. I thought they could have done it in a much quicker way. I think they could have just had Marge talking to him and being like, you know. Like maybe interrupting his take, like oh he he was a failure all along, yeah. And she was like, no, he's not. You know, don't say yeah. that. You've ruined his life, sort of thing. Yeah, you're shaming a hardworking good man. Yada yada yada. That little that little speech would have been okay if you hadn't had like the whole like tediously drawn out lead up to it. Mm. But it could have been all cut down into just Desmond at Moe's, like because I like the Moe yeah, sequence. The Moe like, sequence was good. Um, uh, it just could have been cut down by oh, Homer's avoiding me. I think I might have done something wrong here. Have I like shown how bad of his life is is and then Mo understandably can do that whole oh what you getting home I got it great. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just jumping back to that being drawn out. I actually felt that the ending with you know the resolution and the you know you're my greatest dream Marge which mm-hmm. you haven't heard a million times but yeah. uh, it actually felt very quick. Mm. You know yeah. I mean like I the- quite liked their montage the film montage of uh, mm. Everyone like everyone oh, liking Homer. I'd love to be Homer. Yeah, I'd love to be Homer. Yeah, oh, it's great. But then I thought Marge and Homer prattled on too long. After that, it could have just been a simple see how life is, and yep, sure, right, Marge. End of episode. It, it could have just been a bit tidier, but mm. you're right. I agree. with The film montage was good, and Ralph had another good line. He may not be perfect, but he's, he's my, my dad. dad. He's my dad. <laughs> oh, so great. I quickly jump back to Mo, where he's like. I've, I've just had an idea. It's like, really? Is it about a movie where uh, the Pope kills the president? Because uh, I've already got a title. Pontiff No Return. Oh, oh my God. Right. <laughs> Came with myself. I don't really get it. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It's like, no, that's a terrible idea. Oh, that was so funny. I don't really get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, could have done without the blind guy on Everest. A quick yep. documentary yep. smash thing. And all right, let's just finish off talking about the episode with the, the final song. Satan, you're my lady. The actual episode ends with uh, Homer making this resolution and then goes, Oh, a guitar! I thought it would be great to record my album. I'm going to be the biggest rock star ever. Here's this song. <laughs> kind and of like it. I think it went on too long. Yeah. 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 Because it was funny lyrics. Yeah, but yeah. they were only like... They did like five verses of it. Yeah. Off the same yeah. lyrics. I didn't actually mind though Marge just going and getting herself a cup of coffee. Like, was like well, yeah, waiting yeah. for it. Like, we're this is this going on too long. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it felt like a credits play out, you know? Yeah, it should have um, had the credits Just over it. having, like, Eric Idle being like, oh, I'm whimsical, you've got me here for another half hour, what do you want me to record? Yeah. Shooby-dooby, shooby-dooby. Yeah, I yeah. like that he was terrible at it, that was fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it just went a bit long. So it was like a good joke that just outstayed its welcome. Mm. Um, I would have liked not seeing young Lenny pop up in black and white in the time machine. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, was. He was in grayscale. Yeah, mm. that was a bit strange. Um... There have been a few, like like after the, the lizard tongue and the time machine altogether, uh, it doesn't seem too out of character uh, to just have the wacky. It felt like, a, you know, again, it was like a family guy, a quick wacky aside that had nothing. Or like, um, you know, 
when ads on the Fox network appear and the, the characters run across the bottom of the screen. Banner ads, yeah. Yeah, banner ad. It felt like a banner ad. Just like not oh, actually part of the those. show. Yeah. Um, but it probably, best. when he zaps away, that's probably just getting rid of your 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 paradox continuum. Like mm. he goes back and saves Frink. He looks way bored actually when he pops up. For a kid with a time machine. Well, He's yeah. So like, you get to the future and it's just like, you a know, studio boring with studio. Adult old farts <laughs> playing guitar. But what I did like, the one uh, line I really liked out of that song was the Beels of Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was very oh, funny. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Yeah, so yeah, mixed bag, but I think it highlighted, because I mean, the third and fourth verses were obviously improv and mm. I think it just highlighted how uh, short this episode was. You had to pad it out with the song, yeah. Which seemed like a shame, because I thought they could have run with the concept much deeper with more characters if yeah. they just trimmed some of this fat around the Homer storyline. Mm-hmm. Time for the questionnaire! Indeed it is. Play count, how many times do you think you've seen this episode? Uh, once now. Once now. Not once, not twice, but thrice. <laughs> um, I've seen this probably four or five times. Uh, not one that I caught a lot of. Did it feel like a weird episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did, Kent. Yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, it was very Simpsonsy. Yeah, all yeah. the characters on point. Um, we learned the wonderful origins of the crazy cat lady. Oh, man. And, yeah, Disco Stew before he was Disco Stew. Nautical Stew. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, d- gave decent backstory to everybody without, like, retconning too much. I mean, mm. I grumble about the Marge photography thing. It kind of makes sense for her. But Feels it, like her, doesn't it? It's largely inconsequential anyway. Young, creative Marge. Yeah. It's very in keeping. Yeah, yeah, she is artistic. At least it's, set, I mean, I think it's set up for the Captain yeah. Disco Stew joke. Maybe mm-hmm. they just had that. And they wanted they worked backwards. Yeah, it just it does feel like they were trying to run with a uh, Marge being unfulfilled story in it all, yeah. but then it just yeah. became all about Homer, as yeah. things so often do. Wackiness, uh, time loop paradoxes aside, uh, time loop paradox as uh, the tongue, the lizard tongue. Um, <laughs> quite liked what we were saying before about the possibility of this whole episode being in the lizard world. Yep. Mm. Uh, true, dolphin right? drowns. Oh, the the dog in the in the in the hot tub was pretty wacky. Yep, yep, some good old wacky animal abuse. That's what happens when you put a dog in a hot tub. What? (laughs) Mm. Mm. But no, it doesn't. Why do hot tubs... The hot tubs don't swirl. They're not washing machines. Well, let's talk about the heart. Did you feel the bumps? Mm. Well, you know, when all the people... He's interviewed... He's gone through all Mm. the footage and he's found all these people who are like, yeah, "Yeah, I wish I was home. He has a great life. That was enough to get... uh, Yeah, your little thumps. I thought it was sweet and touching there. Yeah. Um... A bit of the like the early the kids running around where we're the kids version of the grown ups and we're all sweet and innocent. There's a little bunch mm-hmm. of cute stuff happening there. <laughs> oh, the like... cloaking device. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that was ah, great. Bullies approaching. <laughs> oh yeah, and I liked that they made the bullies the mobsters, but they didn't like uh, uh, they didn't say anything. They just yeah. walked yeah. by. Yeah, nice yeah. They didn't do any mob stuff. Yeah. Um. Or some Italian stuff like yeah. They, uh, they oh really, yeah, and I liked yeah. detention. I'm doing bird. the finger, the Italian finger thing. Detention, but you like detention bird? Yeah, instead of jailbird. That snake's other name. Yeah, ben. he he was gorgeously attractive and seemed to have someone in a bag, like he was taking to bury or do some detentiony stuff with anyway. Yeah. Hey, Wacky shenanigans. Going to Mexico. Yeah, that's young jailbird. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah, okay. There was some decent heart again. Thought I dragged out the heart too much at the end. <laughs> I think it's just because by this point we've seen so much mm. of the you're the biggest you know achievement in my life. I yeah. love you, Marge. Oh, I love you, homie. Like 
Family is important. I know. We've Mm. only done this 48 times. (laughs) Here we go again. When Eric Idle was like, something, something, your homie. I really thought he was going to do like a rap joke about your homies. I don't know why I said that, but I don't know. (laughs) The one pressing question I have is, where are my homies at? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so white. So yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it passes the hangover test. So we're going to put it in a playlist then. What's the playlist theme besides <laughs> mm. Simpsons format breaking episodes? The Simpsons through time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pair this up with Barthood, that episode that we watched in episode one of the podcast. Yeah. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Homer inventions. Yep, yep. Um, sort of. And yeah, Declan Desmond as well. He's in. He's got like three, four episodes. Mm-hmm. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, Rich Monocle Homer. <laughs> yeah, uh, Homer's briefly rich. Yeah, pair mm. this with like Mansion Rags Family. Riches, yeah, what's the one where Wiggum, Young Wiggum's acne gets cured? Oh wait, uh, yeah, security yeah. guard. Ma, yeah. uh, Homer's mom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so it's time to rank this thing <laughs> with our ranking guns. <laughs> <laughs> what will they shoot? Claire, kick it off for us. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? I'll go with silver. Yeah? Yeah. I was sort of leaning towards uh, bronze because, you know, I didn't love it, love it. But at the same time, it's, you know, it was a good episode. It was solid. It didn't really drop the ball in the beginning, middle or end. I, I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Danny, what would you like to say? Man, I'm giving it such a gold. I'm giving it like a yeah? oh, gold and a half. Um. Wow. I know. I know. I can't say Cubic because, dang, there are some just fucking amazing episodes out there. Mm. Am I allowed to swear on TV? There are some fucking amazing episodes <laughs> out there. Oh, you're allowed to swear on TV, but not on podcasts. That's a shame. <laughs> no, you're, um, you're allowed to swear on podcasts. It's just, I don't think I should open up the episode by going, hey, fuck you all. This yeah. is my fucking podcast, yeah. you dicks. <laughs> uh, you got to warm them up to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> welcome to Australia. You can't. Um, <laughs> I think it's gold. Um, there's so many really funny bits. I mean, it did sort of get distracted from its premise as a mm. television show. Um, but that was as the character Desmond was getting distracted from his premise. He was getting more and more curious about the the enigma of Homer. Um, but I th- yeah. pacing was really funny. I think each character's little storylines and arcs had so much really good bits in it. Um, and just re- you guys you'll notice this in editing but the whole thing we were talking about we were just talking about so we, we loved every bit of it in the conversation we're just like oh this is so good and then this bit was so good and then this bit was so good <laughs> and then at the end you're like yeah it went a little bit long with the lovey-dovey stuff but that's about it and, you know that doesn't really that's not enough to really bring it down for me uh the song went a little bit long as well and i i in the episode i saw it was all it was basically cut and it feels like, to me, it feels like a credits scene. So, yeah, it's not going to knock it down to silver. I'm, 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 I'm done talking now. <laughs> Beach, talk. Silver. Nice. Why? <sighs> oh, okay. You want things. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, because okay, it's not highly quotable and it's not as jam-poked fun with jokes, but I really do enjoy the ride. And I do think maybe it would have been... Shut a buggery. And pointsy-twartsies. <laughs> 
I'm going to use that. I know I'm going to use that. You've had all your words. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm sorry. I'll just, you can have some of mine, but now I'm running low. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it could have been maybe a bit funnier had we uh, just stuck to the main format, but I still really enjoy the ride. So for me, it's a silver. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> Ooh, wow, Elliot, expression. you've become like a bit of a bitch. I know. <laughs> you used to be He's such just a nice like, guy, and now you're like always underranking us. He's just like, Clancy, just put a bullet in my brain. <laughs> Do that. For a long time, I was sitting on Brilva. Um, yeah, same, same. But I just, I think I just enjoy the ride enough to get it there. Um, yeah. Well, I, um, you know, I'm not forgetting my role in this thing, uh, and I am the nice judge. I can't be as nice as you, Dan, and it makes me ashamed. Hey. Am I that much of a jaded, broken person? Yes. You <laughs> but no, I am going silver. Um, I actually probably talked myself up in the course of this conversation. I think me too. We like this conversation was a really positive one compared to some of ours. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I laughed in this episode more than in episodes that I've also ranked silver. And I think you can ignore the worst parts about this episode. I just, I need to do my due diligence as a reviewer <laughs> to, you know, point out all the fucking times they failed, those stupid fuckers. But um, I can't deny it. This episode gave me a lot of good yucks and it's a definite silver. Um, it's not perfect, but it's it's good. No, no, it, it passes the hangover test with flying grayscale. <laughs> oh brava <laughs> alright guys and now it's time for our final episode of the evening and get fucking excited I know I am oh, we snap. are going back and we're going to watch 22 short stories yes! about Springfield yes Woo! oh I'm excited oh my god and tonight we ate some mouthwatering hamburgers you mean steamed hams yes when you call them steamed even though they're clearly grilled <laughs> so it, you admit you steamed your hair <laughs> and we are back and oh my god guys we just watched 22 short films about springfield season 7 episode 21 first released in april of 1996 it's right back in the 1900s and in this episode, there is almost 22 short stories about various Springfieldians. Guys, I know what you thought. I mean, do we have to say, this episode's fucking amazing. It is. It's just a goddamn delight every single time. Yeah, and to give all of these characters their proper due, like, mm. everyone had a moment. It's beautiful. Like, this is this episode is the reason for so many of those Simpsons mashup feeds like Rock Bottom and mm -hmm. and Simpsons against liberals and mm -hmm. Four Finger Discount like just so many wonderful parts it's just all and yet in no way felt cheesy or rushed. Mm. Each character was really fleshed out. They really kind of managed to capture all the essence of their personality without without needing space to set up a, a storyline. I also really like that some of them feel like they're almost like spin-off shows. Uh, yeah. They've got their own <laughs> yeah. theme songs and title cards, but then some of them just yeah. don't. I, and weirdly, I really like that. I don't know why. Yeah, that some of the, the stories flow into each other just mm. as it, like the bee going between one and the yeah, other. Yeah. That they're yeah. all happening simultaneously. I, and then there's like the Chalmers and mm. uh, Skinner one where <laughs> it's got and the Cletus one as well. Skinner with crazy explanations. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I mean, I've seen this episode a bajillion times. I was trying to notice something new, and what I noticed this time is the transitions are very organic. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's good about watching Simpsons episodes with a critical lens. It's like, how do we get from one point to another? And this, mm. we, sometimes we transition through two people listening to the same thing on the radio. Sometimes we follow a bumblebee. I was uh, really impressed with the transition between the Maggie story with holding up the newspaper with the Krusty Burger yeah. on it yeah. and then going to Chief Wiggum. That yeah, was to really a good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah, and I felt like they were building on uh, the previous foundation of the characters. Like, I don't think this episode works as a standalone. I think this is one you oh, yeah. watch mm. after mm-hmm. about 100 episodes. Yeah, of you have to already know the show, but it's, yeah. it's the payoff of being one of the most popular shows in the world is you can do something so heavily dense on your own characters. Well, that's the thing that made it feel like, even though it was short episodes, like or short stories about Springfield, mm. each story felt really fleshed out, yeah, absolutely, and very full because they weren't trying to do anything new. They were just, as you said, building on what we already know about the characters and playing mm. with those, yeah, absolutely. those stereotypes. And it That's yeah. so well. another good good point, actually. Like. Um, each of the short segments felt like they actually had a like a tiny three act structure yep. within it, all of them. For the most part, some were just. Just stuff. Some work later. <laughs> 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 All right. So let, let's go back to the beginning. Now, depending on how you want to count it, um, I counted like 20 and I'm not doubling back. How many did you get? I counted 14. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like calling the, the segments that came after like sequels. Yeah, okay. Sure, sure. That's fair. Or, or cross, part, or, part two. Or crossover specials. Yeah. Because Lisa with gum in her hair, part two. Because, I mean, especially with the Snake and Wigan one where they start mm. at different places but yeah, join yeah. and then that joins up with Kirk. Like, I'm, I'm taking it as individual segments. Yeah, that's fair. So segment one, uh, Barton Millhouse at the Overpass. Yep, hocking off. I actually didn't count that as a segment, so there you go, because it, it was an intro. There you go. Yeah. It, d- it has that amazing like starting line where it's just like, do you ever think about the people in those cars? I try not to. It makes it hard to spit yeah. on them. <laughs> like, such a good line. But a great, and uh, you pointed it out as well, like it, what a great opening shot and way to establish this episode oh, yeah. that yeah, was going to yeah. be about. Slowly set the premise. pan back from the kids, so, show more of the town. Mm. And yeah, really cool. And I like that they chose to go the title card uh, that was done in the same uh, textile as mm-hmm. the closing credits. Yeah. Um, I yeah. thought it was a great way to make it still feel like Very a Simpsons Very understated, episode. but it was still really connected. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember watching this the first time going, so where is this going? Yeah. Um, and I do like the return line of Bart's like, Milhouse, did you hear what I said? And he's like, oh, sorry, I was uh, saw a convertible. He has like the mustard yeah. bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that was a nice, great way of uh, Milhouse, like, not always being the uh, yeah, not always bully being... nerd and all yeah. that stuff. Was nice. So they go and get some sugar, kicking off Apu's set story in segment two. <laughs> Apu, the Jolly Bengali. <laughs> there were some great lines there. Oh, um, uh, Apu's cousin, Sanjay. Sanjay. Sanjay is. I think it's his brother. I think it's his brother. Yeah. His brother being like, I can promise you a right wing ding rigmarole. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, need to be there or kindly be square. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right, for the next five minutes, I will party like everything is priced at $19.99. And yeah, how he has the best party in the space of five minutes that's Dude, actually four only four minutes. Oh, four had a minute left. That's right. <laughs> Oh, no ring I see. So you're only arranged to be married. Yeah. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> yeah, and I love that when he's singing, he's ahead of the lyrics yeah. as well. Yeah. But he still he's, draws a crowd. He's rushing yeah. it. 
Um, uh, no time to cook the sausages. You'll have to plump in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Tofu dogs as well. Yeah. That was uh, a nice little touch. Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. Barbecue would have then, um, don't worry. I'll tell everyone you're untouchable. I love that little cast joke, actually. It wasn't <laughs> one that I got when I was younger. Cast um, joke, sorry? Yeah, so uh, India has a caste system. Um, and then it's really terrible, actually. It's not a joke at all. Oh, but I think we might have been talking yeah, about it did. last episode with Sheridan, the Brahmin heritage thing. Is that that it's one? It's like a class system. Because yeah. Brahmins yeah. are your super highs and then you got your lower down. Yeah, and then oh, there's okay. the class of untouchables where, you know, you can't even let them in your house. They're, be- they're nothing. You can't let them eat from your, you know, otherwise you're cursed and you have to do a <laughs> cleansing and all this shit. So, yeah. Wow. It's like... You know, from a Western perspective, you're like, oh, she's untouchable. You know, that means she's yeah. so virginal. But from the other perspective, it's like actually horrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yay, I got something new out of yeah, this episode I've go. seen a billion times. Uh, then he pulled the the conga line into the pool. <laughs> Classic. Everyone just has a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> then he high fives his brother. Uh, he's got the, li- the great line of, never have I partied so hearty. That's yep. great. And same time next year. like <laughs> Same time next year. <laughs> I can't uh-huh. wait after 365 days to come party again. For four four minutes. Five minute break. <laughs> yeah. Um, that high five uh, was a great sort of freeze frame finish to a party as yeah. well. Yep, yep. Um, Makes back and Molman was locked in the, the little <laughs> store. Oh, that's this line that man. I use all the time, which is, I want those minutes back. Oh, just waste them anyway. <laughs> that's so true, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? All right. And again, beautiful transition. This is the one where uh, the Quickie Mart's playing the same radio station yep. as Ooh, yeah. Marge. Yeah. Um, and the radio ad is, this is brought to you by Gorman's Earplugs. Guard your ears! With, with garments, <laughs> <laughs> and kicking off the Lisa Gum storyline. Yep, yeah, a, a nice way to uh, sort of reaffirm Bart in the story with the yeah, can- he just kind of throwing the past. Ca- yeah, throwing the candy into his sister's hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the gum yeah. that he purchased earlier as well. Like yeah. I yeah. never realized that was a tie-in until today. Yeah, and then Lisa running into the house, and I fucking love Marge's line here. You sure it's not shampoo? Yeah. Shampoo that rushes right out. <laughs> like, Thanks, Marge. I get shampoo in my hair all the time. It's terrible. It washes right out. Christ. Uh, yeah, there's like, just so much I want to go into about how funny that is. I know, yeah. just, just, the, just the eternal optimist. It's like, yeah. maybe it's not gum, maybe it's shampoo. That's good. <laughs> like... That's just believable for I don't know. It's just great. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Good old Marge. Good old Marge. Then she's like, I do I remember my Eloise? You know what? I think peanut butter's gonna help. Sorry, what are Eloise? It's like a household book on how to be a good how frau. Mm. Uh, right, right, right. How frau. And there's like, maybe some mayonnaise to get it going. Now go sit in the sun to help that sink in. Why the mayonnaise? Maybe just, you know, slap some mayonnaise on that. See what, see what fucking happens. Who knows? And Lisa's grumbling like, oh, why Mayonnaise me? to get it started. I smell like <laughs> a sandwich. And then the one fly, that was such a good one as well. Like it wasn't yeah, instantly yeah. the swarm. The one little fly that just bats away and then like 50 of them just descend on her and she's running around. See, there you go. The three act thing. Establishment, yeah. problem, and yeah. then escalation. And then, keeping you in suspense when they come back to it later. Mm-hmm. But no, they transition out of this bit with, with the, the bees, bees. Yep. leading to one of everyone's favourite Burns and Smithers. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know his name. I'm so excited to talk about it, guys. Burns and Smithers <laughs> moments. Ugh. So good. On it's the, a classic one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even just that opening shot of the tandem bike, you get all the information you need to be- know yeah. about their dynamic. Burns just reclined, his feet up on Smithers. Smithers yeah. Is like, yeah. The Smithers really seem to be losing forward momentum. Yeah. 
Oh man. Uh, the... I I hate getting. I can't get stung by bees. They are uh, cause me to um die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, perhaps you could pad- pedal for a bit. Tattered Sunday trousers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that? I read it half down, then I forgot what it was. Uh, I I believe it was tattered Sunday trousers. I had it down as like toddle something trousers, but I can remember something. I'm trying to look. Yeah, it up. I I always heard it as tattered Sunday trousers. I wouldn't be able to tell you all the rest of his lines, though. It's so quick succession oh, and you're laughing so over much. that nefidious club hopper of yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you there the only way I know how. Smithers, you ignoramus. <laughs> you infernal ninny. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You wretched sugar dad. <laughs> or sugar dad. I don't, I don't even know. Like, oh. So good. And then when he's like slowly pedals, right? Because he's so yeah. conditioned <laughs> and that you cut to them pedaling up to the hospital mm. and Burns is tired yeah. out. <laughs> I've done so much insulting. I'm so tired. And this is more insult- in- insulting than I'm used to on our morning constitutional. <laughs> and those fucking paramedics. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> Pick up Mr. Burns. Pick up Burns and they go. So I guess I've never been quite sure. Is the joke here that they um, know Mr. Burns and know how rich he is or is it just take care of the old man first i've always sent as save the rich dude yeah me too but then dr nick <laughs> holy smokes you yeah. need booze oh yes <laughs> just throws chains on him <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that yeah perfect transition into um segment five er with dr nick as i've titled it <laughs> hey it's because it's very he's got that bit later dun, where he dun, comes dun. in he's like just says hey everybody yeah, <laughs> in a much more serious ER mm. moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the board as well. Hi, Doctor Nick. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a very house vibe to me. Like House is always in trouble with the board for 160 different. Wacky. But it's always okay because he's, he's oh, brilliant. Yeah, because he's brilliant. He's always got the crazy shenanigan. Like they're always, how dare you use 55 unpracticed medicines on this patient? And he's like, well, I saved the patient, didn't I? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, well I, well, I cleaned them with my napkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, emergency patient, and House saves the day with the golf cart, golf cart batteries. Ah, <laughs> oh, now there's no time. We'll have to improvise. <laughs> <laughs> now Gram- do this every five seconds. <laughs> That's like how he recognizes Grandpa is just a quack who needs, yeah, who needs yeah. some, to have needs something wrong some with him. Shit. <laughs> He's like, you in grave danger of skin failure. <laughs> I love that that calms him down. He's like, yeah, okay, someone is, someone's speaking my language. Yep. It's such a good... Because there isn't another grandpa moment in there, is there? No, I was going to say it. It was a great way to organically fit him into the yeah. story that wasn't yeah. centered around the Simpsons. Yeah, and I, I like that it actually wasn't really about him, but it was perfectly and purely Grandpa oh, Simpson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really you know? him up. Just wants a medical professional to pay attention to Just him. Just want a bit of attention. <laughs> but yeah, that he even feels justified. Like, yeah, oh, there's a disease where my skeleton's going to leap out of my mouth. Now yeah. we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the kind of doctoring I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Some good old fashioned. And for the longest time, I didn't get the joke about uh, misuse of the cadaver. I get her earlier when I get in the carpool lane. <laughs> and I still like remember like being fourteen and seeing that again after so many years ago. <gasps> oh, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ew. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the flickering light from uh, Grandpa's yep. treatment segues into Mo's bar. Yep. And his flickering light. No, and I like this little scene. Yeah, it's like, Barney, remember when we had to said we'd have to send away to NASA to calculate your bar tab? And the <laughs> results came back today. Yeah. <laughs> so now, when Mo takes Barney's money, he has a bit of a like a wry grin. Is he like is he scamming Barney here? 
I I always got the feeling that he was. Really? Yeah. Like, Ugh. I mean, let's face it, Mo can't afford fourteen billion dollars worth of booze to no. even get stolen from him. <laughs> I I feel like, like I mean, I don't know. In my head, he, he, Barney is always such an alcoholic. I wasn't surprised that mm. there was a huge a huge bar, bar tab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, look, let's face it. He almost certainly owes Mo a lot of money, mm. but it I felt, think. Mo's probably grifting him as well. I wouldn't be surprised. It felt like, I mean, maybe if it was a grift, he wouldn't have accidentally read out the numbers for, for NASA. Um, oh, no, that's for the Voyager spacecraft or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if, it was a gr- if it was a grift, would you throw in the gag first and be like... Um, I wouldn't. You, yeah. Well, see, I think <laughs> <laughs> Careful next time he tries to do a gag. He's going to scam you out of money. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it's a bit ambiguous. Like, you know, it's believable both ways and it says a lot about their characters. Yeah. You know, even though we actually don't have a clear resolution, it still affirms the two things we know about them. Barney is a horrible alcoholic yeah. and yeah. yet still has quite a bit of money on him at all times. Yeah, he always does though. Like he's always getting heaps of money from mm-hmm. things. And Mo is shifty as fuck. Like Yeah. Yeah, and Mo's just like, Oh yeah, I fucking I've worked this out. I'm in my panic room now and just <laughs> do your worst. I know, and he leaves Barney out there. Yeah. Like a complete <laughs> asshole. And so Snake just stares it and goes to the register. He's like, okay, that's great. I love that his only defense is start turning the light on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which ties in really nicely with the flickering lights uh, at the start as well. Yeah. It yep. all yep. works. All um, comes full circle. But also the oh, goodbye student loan fees. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. I didn't notice this until I, I rewatched this episode in anticipation of the podcast. He's wearing like a university shirt. Oh, really? Like he that. went back, paid his student debt and like, oh, here's your shirt. And Ooh. yeah, he was wearing it for the rest of the episode. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Where the details? Um, that does it for that segment. And then act break. We'll be right back. Right. <laughs> we're, just, we're just coming to the best bit and I'm preemptively praising things. Hens love roosters, geese love ganders. (laughs) I was actually watching in the audio commentary, that segment is what inspired this episode. Oh, really? Because they were always trying to figure out ways to get those sort of short segments in Mm. the end of episodes, but their episodes always ran too long, so they're like, fuck it, we'll have an episode of that. Mm. I agree, Mm. it was a good idea. Mm. Mm. Start of Act 2, Seymour and the Superintendent. It's so cool. I mean, what what can we say? <laughs> well, we could just quote the entire thing. Oh, we could <laughs> pretty could, much easy, yeah. easy. Uh, but go go and YouTube that right now. Uh, we'll we'll wait. This is easily the best segment of the episode. I think. Unquestionably, this is what people quote all the time. Yeah. Steam Tams and Aurora Borealis. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the directing in this mm. is so good oh yeah you know even even from the little parts where you know he's like trying to climb out the window and you get him climbing out the window the shot of the uh, superintendent coming in behind him you know catching him and then the thing that i always love where it zooms in like i don't know what it's called where it's like not a smooth zoom the little jump cuts into the superintendent where he's like Aurora borealis at this (laughs) time of day at this time of year in this part of the country localized entirely in your kitchen and it just yeah it just really jumps forward each time a little like, bit yeah, yeah because yeah at that point skinner is so many layers deep in lies <laughs> and so you, far gone and you feel like that's the moment where the superintendent is going to point out okay none no, of this no, makes no. sense yeah it's like he's like no 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 and then just 
can I see it? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I like the way he considers it as well. Like, I feel I can get out of this just by saying no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this going to work? With, he's like, you know what? I think it will. He's like, I've made it. I'm home. All I have to do is say no. You know what? I have ah. to say, though, Skinner is a pretty smooth liar. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. He, he could improvise. Oh, yeah, he works on his that, That's steamed it. hams bit. That's, I wouldn't have come up oh, with that. Oh, it's a regional dialect. <laughs> oh, yeah? What region? <laughs> Upstate New York. <laughs> really? Because I'm from Utica and I've never heard that. <laughs> oh, no, not Utica. It's an Albany dialect. <laughs> but, yeah, ends it all off with, well, you're an odd fellow, but... Steam a good ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I noticed as well uh, another moment where it's um, Agnes is seen, not heard. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. heard, not seen. That Agnes one. is great in this one. Help! Help! No, mother, that's just the Northern Lights. Seymour! <laughs> <laughs> even the, even the, the like, little thumbs up yeah. that he gives him, like, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, then he's shaking and sweating, yeah. and it's like, oh, God, I gotta save my kitchen. <laughs> great. Just uh, well done. All round. Mm. A million mm. points for. All the Simpsons writers. Uh, and again, we were talking about title cards earlier. This one had a great one with, um, yeah, the theme song and everything. It, yeah. was, it felt like so, yeah. like, 60s. Yeah, the 60s two face, face cuts on, on opposite yeah. of the corner. Uh, you could tell if this was a series every single time you'd transition out of a lie, go through the opening, and then come back into Skinner. Yep, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Mm. All right. And the fire transitions to, yeah, the fire truck drives past Homer and Maggie. And I fucking, I never realized how much I really loved this storyline because Homer really cares about Maggie in this one. And he's trying, but he's just too stupid to do anything right. (laughs) So so there was a a brilliant bit of physical comedy where Homer is like juggling Mm. the five things, the baby and the bread rolls and the shopping and the things and he's reaching for the... It's all like cut so you can't really see the whole scene. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you never really know what's happening. You just see there's like, it's a struggle, it's a mess and he closes it with his butt and then... he walks away and he's holding the dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's it, It reminds me of the classicest of practical comedians. It could be a Kramer bit, mm. yeah. but it could have been like, oh, it's black and white comedy, you know? Um, yeah, uh, the Buster Keaton kind Buster of deals. Keaton. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Even Chaplin, maybe. Mm. Um, Buster Keaton was totally who I was thinking of. Um, but it is. It is so physical and all of his, um, you know, all of his problem solving is so funny here. That's okay. I'll get more coins. Shit, I went down to the railroad tracks. <laughs> yeah, I love that it starts with the, like the super logical one. Of course, the first thing you would do is more change. And they, yeah. don't, they don't try to skip yeah. that because, oh, he's so stupid. They yeah. go straight for, obviously you go for more change. The, the great line, why do I have to stop at the railway tracks? <laughs> but I also like that he did that. You know, that's such a Homer thing to yeah. do. Not be a complete adult, still be a child, you know? Yeah, but he did save the one twenty-five cent coin to get a paper on the way home. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But he, the only reason he was interested in the news because of the impending donut tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and when he tries to pull Maggie out of the little, yeah, like, uh, no, takes yeah. his clothes off, she giggles and like rolls up in it and says, "Deadbeat Dad gets beat dead." Or yeah. something. Oh, great newspaper gag there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know I'll get my dog to help. This is la- it works in Lassie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what is it? Cheesy does it. Yeah. As well. <laughs> like what just when you're thinking all right how's the dog gonna like no that's not the world's most brilliant dog and then of course it just shakes it off it just eats. Yeah. brilliant so yeah and just when you think the problem solved where they do the cut to home going who's a good baby <laughs> 
the he fucking newspaper made out of the ground. God, yeah. again, uh, another way of like uh, not showing what happened before it because it's mm. way funnier just to use oh, your imagination yeah. a bit. Yeah. And I like that he was still playing with her, but I, I also think that, you know, he got it home. He put it in the crib. There's not a single quarter in the entire house. Like, check the couch, man. There's got to be a way of getting your baby out of there. He's just resigned. Like, you know when he gets his hands stuck in the vending machines? I feel yeah, like that's yeah. his thing. Well, hands guess in the vending this is machines, my life now. Daughter I'm lives like, in... I've got a newspaper, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? She's safe. <laughs> She's got plenty to read. <laughs> <laughs> She'll learn. It's absorbent newspaper. She'll be fine. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, which transitions, as we said before, into the crusty burger s- uh, scene where, mm-hmm. yeah, Wiggum, Lou and Eddie are doing this uh, e- excellent, pulp excellent bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I so love good. that they put in the the straight homages as well. A little bit of Mizzaloo there. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. A little music. I mean, the whole episode is clearly an homage to P- Pulp Fiction style directing and writing. Mm. Um, but having this scene and the Wiggum mm. scene, oh, it's sort of the same scene, isn't it? Oh, yeah, this, um, this whole thing gets tied in. It's, yeah. It doesn't feel like it's too on the nose. It just feels like this is exactly what this episode needed, you know? Yeah. Mm. I felt like they captured the dialogue perfectly of... Yeah, just putting um, yeah John Travolta and Sam Jackson into Wiggum and Lou. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this wasn't yeah. them doing their silly relationship banter. No, no, this, this was, was them doing someone else. But oh, it was just so perfectly yeah. actualized. And I love back- that it goes from um, uh, quarter pound with cheese, where they have partially frozen non-dairy. I gelatin- wrote it down. <laughs> partially gelatinated non-dairy. Uh, gum-based beverages. <laughs> gum-based. Yeah. yeah Can we get one of those on the way home? Yeah. We went to Simpsons World. They didn't have them. They had every other fucking obscure menu item on Cletus's Chicken Shack, which is apparently a restaurant, but they did not have Krusty's partially gelatinated non-dairy gum-based beverages. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. <laughs> Maybe it was secret menu. Did you ask mm. them? Oh, I should have. Mm. Um, they, they love go- secret menu And they could have just responded with, we do, but we call them shakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this early in, uh, season like seven was season yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this early in, it's very rare for them to name drop real world uh, corporations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they did boom McDonald's. Yeah, um, didn't call it a McDougal's. Yeah. I like the way that they're like, whoa, I haven't heard of McDonald's before. Yeah, it must have sprung yeah. up overnight. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Um, and of course, Pulp Fiction does talk about actual brand McDonald's yeah. in, yep. in France. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, it's a way of tying it together. And at the same time, it is, it's, it's the, it's recognizing that Krusty Burger may not be a real thing in the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. do like as well, like how that scene ends. Like, well, I know what I'm getting some donuts. Yeah. And then he tries to get out. Obviously, kind of goes, uh, I'm on a little help. And they have like this perfectly timed fourth <laughs> pierce to deflate. Oh, yeah. Like, they do this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's well rehearsed. <laughs> um, which transitions into Bumblebee Guy. Yeah, oh, Bumblebee Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I do love this isn't subtitled. Yeah. Yes. I feel like anything modern would subtitle it. I'm so happy they didn't. Mm-hmm. He's so much funnier oh, yeah. without any any explanation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, I mean, the whole way through, it is the parody of finding foreign cinema on the SBS channel or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, and you don't really need, you can pick up enough from what's going on. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I, I'm not aware. I haven't seen anything like it, but apparently it is a, a stereotype in Spanish sketch comedy to do this ultra mm. high concept slapstick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, the thing is, I get so irritated when they do all the uh, Italian stereotype shit, especially yeah. in the recent 
episodes. And this is so Spanish stereotype, but I think it's because they haven't he's got actually. A His wife is just like berating no, him no, no, and then no, no, no. divorcing divorcio. straight yeah. away. Well, what I like is that, like, you're seeing a side of him outside the Bumblebee costume. He's yeah. like being a guy complaining about his day. And yeah. his day is that he has to take. Um, Pratt Falls, is that the word? Yeah, it is. Um, and it must be exhausting for him. I'm just going to relax. Fuck, my work follows me hard. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think just in uh, how they do the stereotypes normally, a lot of the time it's like, hey, I brought the spaghetti to the movies, whereas this just has something yeah. else of it being his life and it just happens to be like his work. Yeah. yeah. You know. His and yeah, and work, she's yeah. clearly had enough of this shit happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> his whole house falls down and he's just like, donde es tequila? <laughs> That's probably the most Spanishy bit. I still like the El Candelabra something precarioso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ha- it does sound like I they're like using they fork Spanish at yeah. moments. They like- are trying to teach us. I feel like I've actually learned some Spanish tonight. Mm-hmm. It's uh, silent X in forks. I know. <laughs> Not in Spanish. <laughs> Beautiful bit. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing about slapstick comedy when it's done well is that the the the, the words shouldn't be necessary. Mm. Um, a good slapstick storyline should be able to be told without any uh, words Mr. at all. Mr. Bean, for example. Mr. Bean, Case Buster point. Keaton, yeah. Charlie Chaplin, all the, the best. Yeah. Mm. Monty Python, um, all, all the best slapstick the words are totally unnecessary to the plot mm-hmm. and having set having it in in spanish without subtitles is sort of just like their way of showing that of proving that even Absolutely. you know mm. yeah it's like those jokes where they go um like oh i've got slippery shoes a whoop whoop whoa mm. and then they fall over no no just have the person struggling with slippery shoes and not explain it that's why sh- shows like pingu where all the characters, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the characters speak in gobbledygook. They go blah 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 blah, and that's all you need because it's all show don't tell. It's it's a directing. Uh, you, you carve that in stone above the mm-hmm. hall of directors mm. or something, yeah. you know? I was just thinking, if I was going to want a short story about anyone in Springfield, I never would have picked Bumblebee Man. No, but <laughs> it's such a good, yeah. tight little skit. And like I said, gives you such an insight to his life outside yeah. of his And it's one got the feels. Gag. I really felt sorry for that guy. Uh, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> he takes off his bumblebee costume and he's like, his hair is all disheveled and he's tired, but he looks so happy to be home. <laughs> yeah. Finally away from all ah. the, the havoc <sighs> and the mayhem. I just want to settle down with my wife and my dog and have a nice... Naranguas. <laughs> it just segues so nicely to her trying to hitch a ride away from this bullshit yeah. and into Snake. Yep, into where Snake and Wiggum stories uh, combine into segment 11. and um, Donuts. I got donuts. Yeah. I really love the line when he sees it. He goes, hey, I know you. <laughs> yeah, because, so yeah, happy. this is uh, another uh, Pulp Fiction bit. Another this Pulp is, Fiction bit. The, the, the car hitting is straight out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Bruce Willis and uh, a guy who plays Marcellus Wallace. What's his name? Bing Rames. Bing Rames. And I love during the car chase scene as well is because they did pick moments from Pulp Fiction to parody and the car chase scene as well instead of the classic hit the fire hydrant yeah. it's a mailbox that's suddenly spurting <laughs> letters. Suddenly spurting yeah. letters. And the kids all run up to Just animation wise what an excellent choice. Oh. And then yeah ditches the car and punches him around every corner. It looked so good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Great fight scene. Uh, reminded me a lot of Homer versus the Big Brother fight scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and then they roll through the door and... But also... <laughs> 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 it's 
so good. Yeah. And then looks like a spider caught himself some flies. That camera shot of yeah. him. Just oh, look, yeah. the camera's looking up the shotgun. The shadows down his face. Mm-hmm. It's just magical. That is a beautiful scene there. Yeah. Oh, it, it looks beautiful. All the shadowing in Herman's antiques as well looked mm. great. But yeah. we'll get we'll get back to the the creepy Herman segment. <laughs> but go via segment twelve uh, with Lovejoy and his dog <laughs> on my lawn. <laughs> Yeah, I love this because yeah, dirty sinful business like <laughs> goes through my mind anytime I used to take my dogs for a walk. <laughs> yes. Your dirty sinful business. Yeah. <laughs> then oh, Ned oh, comes. Bad dog. <laughs> right on Ned's lawn. Goodbye. Don't stop me. I condemn you to hell. <laughs> and then like they do the shot of the dog's face, and even though you can't see the eyes, it's yeah. one of those English sheepdogs. It's just like, what the fuck do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like uh, almost throwing back to the old Santa's Little Helper episode where he's looking up at Bart and all he hears is blah, 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 blah. And like you mm-hmm. sort of yeah. get the vibe. That's yeah. what the sheepdog's like. Huh? Goodbye. <laughs> Don't stop the music. <laughs> and uh, then what does Ned go to the Simpsons? Get the snow shovel from Homer. Yeah, the snow shovel as well. <laughs> that that some must serious be a dog poo. poo yeah. <laughs> it's a big dog. Yeah, sheepdogs. Man, imagine having to cut it out of that fur. Fuck that. No. I'm glad- I will not imagine that. I'm glad I grew up with Chinese crested is all I want to say. I imagine that, you bastard. Mm. I couldn't stop it. That, that We have a poodle. Daniel's oh. life is cutting it out of... I cut, oh. I cut shit out of teeny tiny sheep. It's part <laughs> of my life. <laughs> teeny tiny pirate sheep, though. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's just another skill in your belt. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to the CV. Y- you'll never know when someone will be like, oh my God, the world's going to end in 10 seconds unless someone cuts the poop out of this sheep. And you'll be like, hand me some scissors. Claire, hand me my poop shears. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in segment 13, we go back to Lisa and the gum. Ned Flanders introduces himself <laughs> in this story. She's it on her hair point. <laughs> oh, they tried everything. Bacon fact, olive oil, lemongrass, uh, baba ganoush, hummus. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so delicious now. Mm-hmm. I know. scalp hurts from horsefly bites. <laughs> you know what? I wonder, like, all those, uh, the guys that make the YouTube videos which make sandwiches from TV shows and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, that, that guy who made Jake's sandwich oh, from Adventure yeah. Time. That looked really good, by the way. Binging with Bobbish. Shout out to that guy. He, he does amazing work. Binging with Bobbish? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I want to know what uh, Lisa's hair tasted like then. <laughs> With gum, peanut butter, mayonnaise, olive oil, lemongrass, bacon fat, baba ganoush. Can that, you that just send me good. the line of you saying, I want to know what Lisa's hair tastes like? And for today's extra contest, it's a new ringtone. Just send it to I, I want to know what Lisa's hair tastes like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With my salad fingers. Salad fingers. <laughs> Rusty spoons. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and oh. we're we're back. We're, we are so back. That was so good. <laughs> I've been working on it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Flanders. It's Flanders had solid advice. Freeze it and then hammer Works it out. Works on my with, p- pussy tickler. What do you call it? Bubbly gum in the old push broom, Daniel. <laughs> Oh my god. Not chewy shit in the old <laughs> pussy muncher. <laughs> Especially Damn from, it, Tobias. From that character aspect. 
<laughs> Maud Flanders is a lucky woman. <laughs> when I get bubbly gum in the old Maud Mop. <laughs> I'm done, bud. <laughs> Thank you for joining into the Simpsons Index. <laughs> okay. Leave this all in. <laughs> okay, so he gets bubbly gum in the soup strainer. Um, yeah. And he's just like, just try hitting it with a hammer, freezing it and hitting it with a hammer. That sounds okay. Smash cut, it looks like the most horrifying <laughs> thing. Yeah, that is the worst. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. So yeah, did the whole town have to hear about this? Yeah, I love that one by one we get more characters until there are so many characters in there. Yeah, I feel like here's, uh, who, here, who, uh, here's who we couldn't fit in. And I wrote them all down who each got a line here. We had Willie... Chewing gum's got to be chewed out. (laughs) The Captain, Otto, Hippard, Sideshow Mel, who I thought that was the best explanation Uh, for the bone in his head. Don't try to dig it out with a bone. It just makes things worse. And Lionel Hutz, like, it's hard to believe that they couldn't come up with a segment for him in this episode. They probably could, but maybe they had to... But you know what? I feel like a lot of Lionel Hutz's little moments in the other episodes are like a 22 short story. Yeah, true. Sure. Like his little, like, juice... Thing you know yeah. that he has going <laughs> yeah. that one time, or the uh, Miguel Sanchez, you know. Yeah, and then Uda has a great line, and then it all caps off with the capital city goofball. Just yeah. Yeah. look at me, look at me, honky honky. <laughs> and it was so like it was so quick and yeah. tight, and yeah. and just. I want to I want to freeze frame that moment because there's so many. There's Doctor Colossus in the background. Yeah, yeah between Uda it's and clearly the poster shot. And um, Dancing Pete, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dancing or Handsome Pete? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Handsome Pete, but he yeah. dances. Yeah, he dances yeah. for nickels. Yep, so at the top of Act 3, you know, some folks will never lose a toe, but then again, some folk will... Like Cletus and the slack-jawed yokel. Uh, who was doing Cletus again? Oh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> Brandine, you might could wear these for your job interview. Bloody hell, that's good. And now to wait for a woman with less discriminating taste. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Cletus bit, I loved its uh, brevity, yeah. um, that it was actually more about the theme song. Although, uh, like you were saying, the act does have three distinct parts. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brandine, here's some shoes. No, get rid of them. I don't want them. Then he's up there, gets rid of the shoes. And he's like, eh, while I'm up here, I, can, I, can, I could call my mom. <laughs> but I like how it is like, to wait for a woman with less discriminating taste. Like it, It's almost like a such, a such is life moment. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like his like intelligent musings mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Get off the dang roof! So, like, <laughs> what's his mom doing on the roof? <laughs> so many questions, best left unanswered. Yeah, and then it pans down to the Android's Dungeon at uh, section 15, where he denies Millhouse the bathroom. Comic book guy, you piece of shit. <laughs> I really wish I saw him getting some comeuppance, because mm. he, that is such a dick move. Son he does eventually. Bitch. He can't, if he, he shouldn't do the crime unless he can do the key lime. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, in a um, Teen Simpsons episode, uh, Homer nails wrongdoers with pies. Yeah, mm. yeah. Sheridan um, gave it a cubic. Whoa, Sheridan, come on. Uh, that's why we have the individual rankings. We silvered it. <laughs> so we should. Otherwise, every episode would be like Monopoly, where we just rip each other to shreds. <laughs> it's like a death match. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah tr- trying to come up with a consensus? No, fuck that. <laughs> we consent to nothing. Yeah. So, Millhouse. Millhouse. Really needs to pee. Yep. 
His bladder is full. Full of <laughs> urine. <laughs> I love that, um, yeah, he sold him a Hamburglar adventure. Like, he just had this, like, unsellable comic. And yeah. <laughs> I like that he not, o- not only knows the jumble has been solved, but what the answer is. Yeah, yeah, he's gone through he, it. He knows his stuff. He that may well. have sold it himself, in mm. fact. And then um, uh, Kurt coming in is like, What is this? You went in here to go use the bathroom and I find you buying comics. Oh, our transaction is complete. You may take the boy. You <laughs> piece of shit comic book guy. No! Oh, and I love that you can buy that. Kirk would believe that this was a bit of a ruse on the part of uh, Millhouse. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, the next scene is uh, back at Herman's military antiques. Where he's got Wiggum and Snake bound and gagged. When Zed gets here, we can finally get this party started. <laughs> Didn't get this as a kid. This part here has a beautiful, just like magically perfect characterization of Kirk. Um, <laughs> as he's standing there watching the two helpless bound captives. <laughs> yeah. And he's too like timid to do anything or say anything. He's just like, oh, so... Uh, this place used to be a pet store when I was a kid, making a little chatty small talk, pretending they're not there. Yeah. Oh, it's not my business. You know, they're just captives, whatever. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they're doing their thing. Mm. Yeah. So Herman's just like, y'all get in the corner. Yeah. And again, bring back what you were saying before about the shadowing in here. Like, yeah. It really yeah. gave it the cinematic feel as well. It was, yeah, it was really beautiful, really tasteful use of... The Kairoskiro of light and dark. Mm. Um, I know, I know. I read that on a muesli box. <laughs> Surprising <laughs> thing for a muesli box. I know, it's probably not true. Oh, vocabulary bites. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're scrumptious. And, <laughs> and delicatessen. Just when the audience is gripping their teeth and being like, oh no, how could things get any worse? Yeah. Day is saved. I like that Milhouse saved the day here and like there's a part of me that inserts my own storyline that he actually didn't go to the bathroom yet that he just got distracted and picked up the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like he's, oh geez, sorry, mister. Yeah. yeah, I like that he totally didn't see it happen. He was yeah. just running out being like, Check out this sweet mace and was it a mace or was it a I believe that's a, a morning star perhaps? Bommy knocker. Might be a bommy knocker. <laughs> I think we're all on the right page here. Yeah. Bommy knocker, mace, morning not mace, morning star, flail. Leave a note in the comments, please. Medieval yep. Weapons Index. <laughs> <laughs> this week we'll be ranking pikes. <laughs> um, so this straight transition goes to Lisa finally goes to the hairdresser to take care of this gun problem once and for all. Mm-hmm. But I do like that. Uh, I know how much hair is important to a little girl. Yeah. And then like the next thing is she just has a bald patch. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you keep squirming, there's going to be a little bald girl with no lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lollipop. But then he pulls it off at the end. It's great. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It looks fantastic. Yeah. I will say the one thing that is weird here is when she's got that bald patch, it's like tan skin. And it's like, wait, you don't have that color skin. Yeah, it sort of implies that too much. her face has got a light cover of fur yeah, over it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it works. And I suppose that was just the or, easiest way to represent it. Yeah. But it just... Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. Or the f- her face is tanned. Maybe. And that's just pale. Maybe um, that's just all the horsefly bites. Ah. Mm. Your scalp hurts from that. Yeah. I think the answer is a wizard did it and don't look too hard. <laughs> you might have something there. Yeah. I'm going to look harder. But yeah, I like that her line was, oh, I finally look like a real person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then kicking off uh, uh, number 18 is the Haw Haw segment. It's reducing Nelson to a bit of a one-note character, but this is seven seasons of, um, you yeah. know, built. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've, they've earned this. 
Yeah. So he ha-has at Lisa and she immediately just puts a hoodie up and feels bad about herself. Poor Lisa. I thought she looked really good. She did. She did. Was, yeah. that, was that Mrs. Glick? I believe it was. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's a candy dish, Nad. Um, and yeah, she trips and falls upside down into a bin. <laughs> yeah, she gets taken out. Yeah, but he then took it one step too far. You know, he pushed his luck. He haw-hawed one more time than mm. he should have. And just such another quotable part is, do you find something amusing about my appearance <laughs> while I'm driving my automobile? <laughs> this is the largest auto I could find. Yeah. I remember yeah. laughing at saying vehicle a bunch of times. This was the largest vehicle that I could afford. Mm. Yeah. Vehicle. Which, this is how I feel right now because I just went from a Holden Crewman Ute, which is like, you know, big, long, like fucking four meters long car. And now I'm driving this Mazda 3 and like, yeah, my knees are up here and I'm having to hunch. And yeah, I think there is something amusing about the way I look when I drive my automobile. <laughs> <laughs> you haw haw yourself. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so the tall guy's lines and everything. And um, that, yeah, he gives Nelson his comeuppance. Yeah. Um, Wave to the people. Blow, blow kisses. kisses. Yeah, and it um, brings a, a back around in the like last closing thing with yep. Barton Millhouse making this whole thing come full circle. When Nelson gets ketchup and mustard squirt on his face. Yep. Like a sucker. <laughs> and um, then bringing in the final and 20th by my count segment of yeah. this show... Professor Frink uh, out in the credits. The like, tomfoolery of Professor Frink. <laughs> John Frink. That's <laughs> so awesome. I like, even it, have a theme song. <laughs> I, and I like because like it looks like a such a Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium sort of stylized mm-hmm. of title yeah. card that he had. Professor Frink, Professor Frink, he, he makes, makes you laugh, he makes you think, think. he likes to run into the thing with the person. Ah, oh, that monkey's going to pay. <laughs> Excellent. Um, look, it is time for the questionnaire. Play count. How many millions of times have you seen this episode? Many. Far more than 22. <laughs> many, many. Damn. Two. So many. Yeah. Uh, t- Infinity times. Yeah. Infinity plus one. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Double infinity. I was wondering <gasps> about that. Where the fuck did Amar come from? Oh, man, don't dig into oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Amar. Daniel doesn't know it. Oh, really? Daniel wasn't, didn't remember That wasn't a thing. Childhood. Oh, wow. You guys all went to different schools than me in the, yeah, in no, the kiddie no. grades. Just, but not very far apart. It's just interesting. Any bits of this, memories that have come up for this episode? Anything that... Um... I've forged entire friendships off quoting the Aurora Borealis bit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is a, an episode that'll kick off many friendships. Mm. <sighs> yeah. That's that sound I just made. That's that's sums up my my thoughts on the episode. Mm. I think. Yeah. Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? It felt like twenty two episodes of The Simpsons, yeah. and each one more brilliant than the last. <laughs> yep. Can't fault that. Yep. All characters on point. No mm. one's off. It's great. Well, yeah. As we were saying, this is one where it's so on point and true to the characters. You don't need any lead in or explanation. You can mm. just do their thing and keep going. Yeah. The wackiness. Um, there was lots of wacky, but it was all learned. Bumblebee's oh, yeah. di- guy's house comes entirely down on him. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Apu's five f- four minute party that was pretty wacky. Yeah, Doctor Nick's whole thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> Grandpa's teeth escaping. I like it. It was wacky, but it wasn't actually very fantastical. 
Yeah. You know, it was wacky, it was but it was, was slapstick lying. wacky. It wasn't, uh, you know, ludicrous wacky. Yeah. The, no, the, the baby as well. That was a good slapstick yeah. wacky. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, totally. That's so much good. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Good, good, good. All the wackiness. Sounds All good. the wackiness in here, in the whole episode, is very grounded compared to the later ones where Time Machine, uh, Homer's Tongue, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's absurd. Absurdism. Mm. Uh, heart, though. A little bit with the Maggie storyline. Yeah. yeah. Homer, Homer was actually being quite sweet to Maggie. And, you know, it was nice to see that. Yeah. Um, I think we get a bit of heart. I feel bad for Bumblebee guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, you feel you feel troubled for Lisa. She's having a and shit day. I feel very concerned for Wiggum and Snake. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, man. You, you really, you, you need them to Especially get out of there. Especially after you've seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of feeling concerned, Millhouse not being allowed to go pee in the comic oh, shop. Oh, <laughs> oh, poor little kid. Yeah. Uh, and the barber, uh, the, the barber saving the day, f- really like touching for me, I think. Oh. That was really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she jumps up, giving him a little kiss. Yeah. Doesn't pay. Love but, it. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it goes in their tab. It's been 20 years. <laughs> yeah. So, yes or no? Yes. No. Yes. What? Would you watch this episode again? Of course. Let's watch <laughs> it again right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to watch it again. We're going to put it in a playlist. So, playing with the th- format of The Simpsons. Mm hmm. Classic Skinner and Chalmers. Some short stories. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Tie this uh, with some of the ones where they do like three segments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. None of them are as good, but mm. the, you know, still fit. You know the sort of episode where each one tells a story, so you get like the five different little sub stories. Yeah, like the one with Lingo. Ah, yeah. uh, trilogy yeah. of error. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that mm-hmm. one. Ones that focus on a B character. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. probably a yeah. good. Yeah, because uh, the B characters get probably the more memorable stories oh, here. Mm. Homer and Bart, the two almost two main characters by far, are basically background characters. Mm. Basically, yeah, yeah. fantastic work. Like, great, great Bravo, choice. Simpsons yeah. writers. I'm sure we'll be looking very favorably, favorably when we wag this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run with that. He that was it. way funnier. All right. Well, I want Beach to kick it off now. No, I got no jokes, Cubic. <laughs> cool. Done. Danny? No, it's gold. No, it's the one above gold. It's goldier than gold. It's double Goldilocks. Cubic Zirconia, please. Done. Registered and clear. Cubic Zirconia. Done. And that would leave me to say Cubic Zirconia. And that has been episode 43 of the podcast. Or Naughty P. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining me in the dank. Thank you for having us. That has been Danny. I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That has been Claire. I've been your annoying sidekick, Danny. (laughs) That's been BT. You can't prove that. (laughs) And I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. And that's all the mustard in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content... But they killed him. (laughs) They shot Mr. Burns. (laughs) (laughs) Who would do such a thing? Yeah, but Americans sometimes cut um, uh, repeated shows in syndication to fit in more ads. Ugh. Mm.
Yeah. Mm. But um <laughs> <laughs> This is really weird to hear. So from yeah, that Is there some <laughs> shutter buggery going on in here? <laughs> There will be when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that. Have all the points. <laughs> <sighs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> uh, and what were we saying? Song. The, the song. song, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Um, I like the song. Well, I feel like it does make the whole when Marge does get robbed by Snake, uh, that like is almost his comeuppance for scamming Barney. Um, but yeah, I just love it how he thinks he's so he fucking he nailed Snake. Uh, I'm wait, in the wait, panic wait. room now. What are you gonna do? Did he just call Mo Marge? Did everyone else hear that? Yeah, you did. He yeah. said Marge. I was like, we talking about a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good comeuppance when Marge gets robbed by Snake. What? <laughs> Let's try that again. Yeah. And it's a good comeuppance, I think, when... Marge. Marge. Fuck you. I almost Marge. did it again. Too. When Mo gets Marge. robbed by Marge. 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 There's a Marge and A. I Marge. I Marge. Marge. Marge, Marge, Marge. Marge, Marge. Marge. Marge, Marge. So I feel it ties in good when like Mo almost gets his comeuppance when Snake robs the place. And Mo thinks he's so smart. Did I say Marge again? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're tiptoeing around saying Mo's name at that point, and that's Mo. what's funny. Mo. 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 When Snake gets robbed by Marge. What? Yeah. No. When Marge robs Mo. <laughs> when Barney sends off to Marge to calculate his bar <laughs> time. Uh. Get out. <laughs> I, and I love it as well. It reminds me of my old dogs back in the day, how they liked food. And it reminds me of how I lost my daughter. BT Calloway, serial killer of conversations. <laughs> I'm glad that they, uh, the studio execs ended up reworking that into how I met your mother. <laughs> I mean, they butchered your concept, man, but how I think I it was a lot more. How I lost my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, and they say they changed it just enough so I don't get paid royalties. Uh, <laughs> you know who the real crooks are. Oh, I know. Oh, and the desperation from Wiggum and Lou. Yeah. Like, they're clearly beat up and sweating. And Wiggum like, and Snake. Snake. Marge. <laughs> Damn it, don't make a callback to a scene that I wanted to leave because it makes me look bad. It was for the now, not the later. Uh, um. <laughs> the desperation on Wiggum and Snake's face is where we picked this up. Yeah. Take two. Uh, no, that was beautiful. I, yeah, I might leave it in. It's all funny. Whoops, I got too much saliva on my microphone. <laughs> okay, good thing we're almost uh, done. Um, Saliva's got to be spit out. <laughs> that that means it's 11.59.59. <laughs> Dong. Ah. <laughs> 